0: I'm Rizlar.
1: I'm Frosty. As nobody's really engaged quite yet. Yep. Oh, there we have a bit it. Of... Oh, was that a triple stun for the Mystic? And welcome back to the Value Pack. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Value Pack uh just a quick reminder we got a tournament coming up it's december 8th we'll talk a little bit more about it later on but just a reminder if you want more information on that make sure you join the discord um our guest today he also has a tournament going on next month towards the end of next month i believe uh he's one of if not the best ninja on na and uh his name is yellow thanks for joining us dude
0: hey what's good What's going on, man? Thanks, sir. Thanks for having me, guys.
2: Appreciate it. All right. So my my first thing let's get let's get a little bit of your background. My first time ever right. seeing you was I was shot calling in hex like a year ago, year and a half ago, and you were in Naka Mafia, mm-hmm. and we were literally yep. running Naka Mafia over, and then somehow this one ninja. Named Yellow PK <laughs> was killing our entire ball in the back, and then Fandor was like, "Ah, someone get this ninja!" Well, there's these ninja, ah! like crying the whole time. So yeah, what what's your background? Did you start in Nakamafia? How long you've been playing BDO? What's your first guild and your kind of your whole story?
0: Um, so I started Black Desert about a year after its release. I was busy playing Final Fantasy 15 at the time,
3: mm.
0: and um, I eventually started BDO um my first actual guild i don't really count like the mini guilds i was in just to like learn stuff the first actual guild i was in was uh called uh Apothic. i don't know if you guys remember that guild oh
1: yeah 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 yeah, yeah.
0: it was Apothic, and then um that was like the, the guild i stayed in for a little while to learn like all like the you know beginner stuff like this life skilling and whatnot and then when i wanted to do or when i wanted to start node wars um i went to shogun and that was like the guilt that I stayed in for a while. And Shogun is now like all the core guys, they all went to Vexus. Or like the Vexus guys, like Gorga and them. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, so that's like the my old Shogun family are is like all in um all in Vexus. Uh I started Ninja right from the beginning. Uh matter of fact was uh when I first started this game, I didn't know what class I was gonna play. So I just went to go look at the awakening trailers for um for all the classes and i fell in love with ninja in, in this one particular moment in the video when they showed the 200% serpent ascension and i was like okay <laughs> i'm sold this is this is my character this is my class
2: <laughs> right and uh, yeah Were you disappointed when you got in-game and found
0: out you'll never be able to use that ability? (laughs) (laughs) Was I disappointed that you can't use that skill that often? Yes, I was very disappointed. The fact that you, in order to get 200%, you have to absorb rage, or someone has to transfer rage to you, I thought that was ridiculous, but you know, it's part of a trailer, and it got me hooked, so. (laughs) Yeah, I think the same thing happened to me
2: with uh, Sork. Not to a lesser extent. Mm -hmm. I saw the Sork, like, black hole, and I was like, dude, that looks so fun. And I realized you can only do it once. I like every once in a while. I was like, "Oh,
0: that's so mm-hmm. lame."
2: Yeah. Cool. So you stuck with Ninja. Have you thought about rerolling? Ever?
0: No, I've never. I've never tried to re-roll. Um, I love Ninja. Like in and out, it's the most enjoyable class for me. Um, like I have a big history of high APM or like um, playing high APM games like Starcraft, and so every other class that I tried playing, it was really slow for my hands, and I felt like. Boring. I'm not mm. saying those classes are boring. It's just for me. I, I want to be able to have like a lot of input, and a lot of like actions. Right. Wait, hold on. Starcraft. So, Which Starcraft did you play? I played Starcraft Brood War. So like the okay. original one. Yeah. Yeah. And I played that for about eight, eight to nine years. I played that game like crazy. I played it eight, nine years. What was your
3: ICUP uh, total? rank?
0: Did you play uh, an ICUP? I played ICUP, but I didn't do the one v one ranking. Um, oh. Okay. Yeah. But I played that game like crazy and I, I really enjoyed StarCraft. Yeah. Um I went to uh, I got invited to join a WCG though. Did you? And, like way back? Uh, Damn. That's crazy. It was um Philippines. I was too young at that time. My mom was like I asked my mom if I could like get a ticket to go to um WCG or in Philippines. And um she was like, No, you are gonna go over there and you're gonna die. <laughs> like you're just gonna die. And I'm like, no, I'm we're going there to play video games, we're not gonna go there to like sightsee and shit. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, she was very good. I was a kid at the time, right? So it, it's understandable. I'd be going there like alone, so I don't really know anything. So. Yeah, dude, I have a soft spot. Yeah, I s- I
2: still watch Brood War games and and uh, StarCraft I too. I love Brood
0: War. Yeah. I absolutely love Brood War, and that kind of um, playing Brood War kind of gave me like the 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 high APM, the high octane kind of playstyle or like enjoyment of video games. Yeah. It's probably why I love playing Ninja a lot.
2: So wizard was never gonna work for you.
0: Huh? <laughs> I tried it, I played it, it's now one of my boss alts. So I don't, I don't I can't really play it though. Right. I feel like I'd be so bored playing it.
1: Dude, headbutt combo on Zerker, man, ultimate APM, just saying.
0: <laughs> hey Zerker does look really fun. I watched Yofam Steve play. He's he makes that class look really fun.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he's uh dude, Yofam's toxic out at mansions <laughs> that dude's so talk- dude you know like sometimes on arsha when you're like running around just kind of doing there's like three or four people and it it always tends to be like a bunch of 1v1s right like whoever killed you you kind of go back and fight them again and then like yo yeah. over there just like i'm in the middle of a combo against someone and Yofam just comes up and q buffs us both to death and i'm like all right dude
1: <laughs> Dude, he's trying to get the marsha points <laughs> yeah
2: this is before our point. Are, have you been participating in that at all, Yellow?
0: Like the Actually No, I haven't. Like I like I'm kind of behind now. One of my buddies is like really up in there, VCD, the uh-huh. the ninja. He's like top three, I think, in the leaderboards. And um like he started right from the beginning. Like Patch went live and he just went ham. Just right. went straight into it. Like I would have done it too, but I had to practice for the charity tournament for a little bit for the AOA. The AOA charity tournament. But uh, but yeah, I, BCD, I probably would have but... done it. I would probably do a little bit, but it's kind of late to get into the leaderboard, so I would just do it for fun.
1: But Wasn't yeah, BCD you... in uh uh man up. man up? But uh before that, what Republic back in the day?
0: Spartan, he's in Spartan.
1: Oh, Spartan, Spartan. Okay, uh, okay.
2: yeah,
0: yeah. He's in Black
2: Panther now, right? Or Black Leopard? Or
0: yeah, with his uh his girlfriend yeah ellie the the stre- the mystic streamer and yeah, they 2v1 me in history all the time i hate them um yeah,
2: they're all there <laughs> ellie's
3: always there, so
0: bcd comes home all right babe let's go let's go to history yeah <laughs> like was, that's that's their that's their schedule <laughs> so speaking
2: of the Arsha charity tournament uh yeah. i was i didn't get a chance to see it because i i had mm-hmm. a do family shit that day, otherwise I would have tried to participate. Yep. But how did uh that I saw you got to the round of eight, I think, right?
0: Yeah, we got top eight, yeah.
2: How how did that match go down? You went against Laven's team?
0: Right? Yeah. Uh so the first two teams we played against, uh, we were trying to like work out our nerves. So we we're still kinda jittery. Um we didn't really get to warm up uh all too well. Um so going into the the match against Laven like we've never played uh, too heavily against Kuno's, especially okay. on third, which is uh, Cucklin or well, Hawksong. What, what was the the, the
2: matchup or the? Three so
0: on there,
3: it was three on there, it so. was
0: Mamo Cucklin, which is a Soric. Mamo's a Tamer, and myself a Ninja. We mm-hmm. were against Laven. His Laven's a Ninja, obviously. Uh, Capped, which is a Striker. I think he's just. I don't. I don't know if he's named anything else. I just know him as Cap. Right. Uh, and a kuno, this is like a new kuno that I kind of recently brought into the AOAs, and he uh, he eventually found a team with Laven. His name is Vib. and um he's a phenomenal kuno. I, like we do not get enough practice in AOAs against kunos, and we used to have a lot of practice against Perky J. And I'll say it straight up, like that kuno demolished us. He every round, we were like caught off guard by this kuno. He played so well. And uh our Sork, he ended up just not he just got caught a lot with the Light of Blast, so it was really difficult. And I got caught too out of stealth and it was just it was just a, like a slaughter. Like we got we we brought it really close. It ended up being three um, two in Laban's or Levin's team's favor. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, that Kuno really, really carried that team. That was a phenomenal play by him for sure. Yeah. Um but, Yeah.
2: And now you have an archer on your team. Is that?
0: Yeah, we, we we like I don't. Not many people know this, but we've been spending like the last two months looking for a third and trying to get the third on the same page as us. And it's really hard looking for teams and players that are, you know, that have the same mentality or have practiced in AOA, right? Because if you go from your main class, like your main character, and then you go into AOA, it's a whole different game,
3: right? right? You don't have
0: the same gear. You don't have the same amount of stamina. You don't have your gems. You're not tanky enough. Um, your skills don't nuke people in like one or two skills, so like you actually have to try to combo and you have to try to outplay. Your positioning has to be completely different. Fighting against archer is incredibly difficult because your block breaks instantly, even on trial gear. So there's like a whole different, you know, field of PvP that you have to accommodate for in AOA on like pure trials. And you don't have buffs, you don't have food buffs, you don't have you know villa buffs. No drafts. Yeah, you so gotta, yeah, it's, it's it's really hard. You have our good friend really General hard. Death on your team, dude. Yeah, General Morz is a great archer. It's phenomenal archer, and he learns very quickly too. Because, um, in my opinion, I thought I always thought Monty was the best archer in AOA. General Morris is a very good archer outside of AOA, but AOA is a completely different scene of PvP. Mm-hmm. And Monty has like incredible positioning and uh, and yeah. Sorry, I kind of just went. No, yeah, so, I mean, one of the things that I noticed,
2: too, with, like, Archers, because I noticed, like, the last two tournaments, an Archer wins, or a team Mm -hmm. with an Archer, and then even the tournament before the, uh, the the one... The 2v2 tournament with Blue. Yeah, it was (laughs) Mystic Archer versus Striker Archer in the finals. Yep. Mm Because, I mean... And not, not like a balance wine, but just, just from an observer's point of view, because I haven't gotten to experience really fighting a good archer in AOA in those mm-hmm. situations. But that Q buff feels like that's just a round for them. Almost similar it's to almost, how Zerker Q, yeah. Q buff feels like that.
0: Yep. In my opinion, I think Archer's Q buff is probably one of the strongest Q buffs in all of AOA. Like out of every single class, I think Archer's Q buff is the most powerful.
1: Um, better than Zerkers? really?
0: Yeah, I think they're actually better than zergers. Zerker. Yeah. And I've, you know me, I fought against a lot of Zerkers in in BSL. So I fought against Inflix team. I fought against a Hyperion team. I fought against Mazeabs team. They all had Zerkers, and you know they're very strong. But like. Archer didn't become popular until that two v two tournament um, there were some archers in bSL, but it wasn't even remotely close to the skill that we have in archers today and a lot of like the archers improved drastically getting used to the arena, getting used to like the positioning of the map and getting used to like how much damage they can output in certain areas and certain you know scenarios and the archers of today in anyway, AA are monsters so um I think All the teams in BSL have no idea what it's like to fight against an archer. And we literally have this meme. I'm not even kidding you, our AOAs. Whenever we invite people, like new people to the AOA and they go around against one of our archers, and they get like one shot it right from the beginning. We get we say, Welcome to AOA. That's like our (laughs) meme. We literally say welcome to AOA.
2: (laughs) No joke. (laughs) Yeah, it's just res the damage on I mean it basically boosts the damage of everything. You you know how like I don't know, yep. like, like Q-buff on Zerker kind of makes the cannon insane, but I feel like Q-buff on Archer makes everything
0: they do insane. It's because, okay, so the Archer the archer Q-buff is, it allows them to have 100%, 100% crit rate on every skill. Okay, every skill is a crit. Right. Your auto-attack, from your auto-attack to your most powerful skill, to your skills that have zero crit modifiers, like skills that just have accuracy on them and they have zero crit, now become 100% crit for 30 seconds. Um, They also get modifier damage increase. So like their down attack, back attacks, their crit damage, all of those modifiers are increased by 15%. Um, And they also have the ability, like they unlock an ability, not like an actual skill, but uh, skills that have charge are now instant charge. So the moment you charge them, they can be cast and they get the maximum output of the skill. So that's something that allows them to cast and move really freely. Um, it's why their cubas are really powerful because it allows them to stay mobile. Like the 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 strength of the class is its mobility, as well as in outputting you know their max output damage at the same time. So you have like yeah. this mobile glass cannon class that can kill you from any position on the map, and you know you always have to be weary of your block and uh, how much
1: life you have left. <laughs> For, for reference, by the way, aside from the cannon, the Berserker uh, Cube buff gives 20 DP, 200 HP every 5 seconds, all resistance plus 50%, and movement speed plus 20%. Right. Oh,
3: which yeah, I'm not saying. It's not
1: nearly as useful as, you know, no. like modifier damage boost and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, DP... it's really just the, the cannon part.
0: DP is honestly kind of irrelevant in a way because every class can kill you, right? Just getting like a little bit more DP won't really allow you to survive three people hitting you, right? right. Like, like, you're going to get nuked by something. And, um, and like Zerker has resistances too, right? Which is also, like res- archers don't care about that, right? They don't care about whether you have resistance or not. You only need to get CC'd once by an archer and you're dead. Um, the movement speed is like, pretty good for their uh, mobility. Um, but what makes the Zerker... The reason why I say archers, Q-buff is stronger than Zerker's, is because it allows them to instant charge, right? That's, like, the most powerful thing about the archer, is the instant charge, right? It allows them to stay mobile while casting their most highest output of their skill. I know Zerker has the, their, their ability to cancel a Flame Cannon afterwards, right? Or to spam Flame Cannon. And
3: yeah.
0: that's also really good, too. But it goes on cooldown, right? Like the Flame Cannon KD. I know.
1: Uh, the so the uh, knockdown does I believe, but the down smash doesn't for whatever reason. Yeah,
0: but down smash only applies when you're on the ground. So as long as you right. don't get the knockdown right at the beginning, you can always play around that. So as we as I've fought so many Zerkers in BSL on AOA, I've learned that the first shot is the KD. All the other shots are all the other shots are they're not KD. So you See, have like a window of six seconds of not getting KD'd. Unless you're on the ground, then yeah, you can get the down smash like nonstop. Right. But down smash, you can V out of KDs, you can't. And, um, whereas, whereas Archer, they have like six skills that can KD you. And you, th- they don't even need Q buff to like to activate these skills. They just need to land the arrow. And yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty scary, um, fighting as an Archer.
2: Yeah. Especially at those gear. Like that, that's the thing. It's like at that gear, like in, in, Open world or on your main characters. You have <coughs> a lot more DP and damage mitigation, especially with yeah. the food buffs, and you also stuff. Have
0: special attack evasion,
2: right? Which is really strong, but, but it, AOA have doesn't have that modifier. Yeah,
0: it's yeah. That they, they don't have it on, on
2: trials. So, um, as far as just like generally AOA Arena of Arsha and tournaments and the mm-hmm. the way they work, is there anything you feel like is missing from AOA in itself,
0: like the actual in game AOA that you? I think Arena there? of Arsha. Needs a lot of polishing, like just UI polishing, being able to drag, you know, players from waitlist to team A, or put up like a queue so you don't even need to drag people. Just put up like next team is up, and then people just sit on their team or whatever, and then they just instantly get put into the arena right away. Um, there's a lot of polishing, like UI polishing and like quality of life changes that needs to be done. But however, just the gameplay and PVP is really well balanced. Um, 1v1 obviously is not as balanced because the game itself is not balanced for 1v1, but 2v2, 3v3, 4v4, I think is incredibly balanced. I think the most balanced PvP mode is 3v3, and I think it's more balanced than any form of PvP in this entire game, especially with Trial Gear. If it's just only Trial Gear, um, I think it's the most balanced. You you will not see, um, there is no bad classes in any certain areas. Right, like back then, we there used to be like this meme about like certain classes be going into siege because there's some of them that are just absolutely useless, right? And it's everyone just prioritizes having a mage, like a wizard or witch. Whereas in AOA, witches and wizards are actually really strong in AOA,
3: right?
0: right? Like you can play around PAs, you can play around the Robam heals, their SA trading is very powerful, right? Like there, there is no bad classes in AOAs, it's just players who need to understand how. Um, what PvP about, works. What about mechanics. Shy though? <laughs>
3: Fair to say um, shy is... have shy before?
0: Okay, so we actually had a Shy in our AoAs a long time ago, like about a month ago. And uh this is before they removed the hybrid and DP gear. Right. Um so DP, hi- DP Shy was really powerful because she was unkillable. And um she can go into any fight and interrupt with the bongos because the stiff is like a consistent stiff. So like a stiff is um it's like a it's used as an interrupt for Shys. They just right. run into you and they just bongo because they're fully super armored, right? So if you're in there casting skills, you need to make sure you get out. Because like the tick between the first stiff and the second stiff is very short as opposed to like void lightning on tamer. But like you can actually sit in void lightning and then dash out of it, right? There's like a little gap in between all the, the stiff procs of void mm-hmm. lightning, whereas shy's stiff rocking is very, very small. So it's really hard to get out of it when you're inside it to begin with.
2: Yeah, I know it's like Completely useless though without the DP.
0: Yeah, now there's no there's no DP gear anymore, right? So shy is like a lot weaker. But I don't think shy was meant to be a PvP based class anyways. I think that was their original idea uh, class. So I think that's kind of fair. How do you feel about that change? Them removing the DP. I think it's fair, Um, mainly because some classes are useless against DP hybrids. Like if you've brought a soft cap DK versus. DP hybrid Mystic or Striker. This DK will never kill the the Mystic or Striker, like right. ever. You would have the best pl- the DK players. We, we had all of come in. We had Jose come in. We had Q come into our, our AOAs, and those are like three of like the top five DKs in NA. And they fought against a Striker. This is when the DP hi- the DP hybrid gear was out. They did like almost zero damage. Like they were able to kill the archers and you know the ninjas and Kuno's perfectly fine, but the Mystic Striker they just vacuum. Mass destruction, and you're just you just can't do anything against it. It was really frustrating for them, but uh, I think it's I think it's a fair removal. I think the only thing that would make it even more polished is having the ignore resist main hand. That's the only thing that most cost every almost every subclass will need. Um... Because right. if you land like successful CCs, and it just gets like your next CC that you follow up with like a float, it gets resisted. You just want to like throw your cube out the window. <laughs> so
3: yeah. just
0: uh, ignore resist main hand would be perfect, and I think I think a lot of players would agree with me on that. I know
2: I, I've always this is like pie in the sky dream, but I've always wished that if you successfully land a CC on someone while they're CC, they have zero resist.
0: In my opinion, I think would be awesome in the game I agree. just in general. I I don't like resist mechanics in this game. I completely agree with you on that. Mainly because they they add resist to accommodate for the player, the classes that are not mobile, like wizards and witches. Right. So they have to uh give them something so they can survive against, you know, the all the high cc based classes. Otherwise right. they're just gonna get, you know, shredded.
2: Which I which I'm fine with. I just like if I've already it's hard enough to CC someone that's good. So if I've already cc would them like, yeah. oh dude <laughs> It's I, really tough. Yeah, there's a lot of classes that just don't even have like on a sork. It's not so bad because you can kind of bounce around and do a combo that's high DPS, yeah. that's relatively safe. But on some classes, like a lot of kuno's combo outside of the outside of the spin. Like I guess if you just spin, you're safe. But if you don't spin, like the rest of that combo is not safe.
0: Yeah, it's not safe.
2: So, yeah. oh, and it's so triggering too. Like when you die because you overcommitted to a combo that they resist. It, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and they just out. get
0: up and they're, they're just they're doing this, <laughs> mashing their grab. They're mashing their grab. This is what they're doing. You know, yeah. it's it's pretty triggering. That's happened to me a couple times when I'm fighting against like, a Zerker or a Striker, and I'm like trying to calm with this person. And they just get up and just grab me, and I'm just like, okay, well, all right, I'll accept that. You know, it's part of the game. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of three v three,
2: two v two, they said we had that like developer note thing a couple yes. weeks ago where they said yeah, they gave us some kind of horribly worded thing that says if you guys want this we'll consider adding it which is so stupid anyway like uh, yes we definitely want (laughs) to just add it like what the hell so
0: just add it already you know I know
2: you want a ladder I presume
0: oh of course I like our entire AOE community would love um, ladder system ranking system elo system matchmaking system a queue system basically what world of warcraft has Right, but in BDO. Right, and uh, not only just two v two, three v three, four v four ladder. I think um, BDO would benefit a lot from having like other battleground modes. Like we have RBF, which is great, you know, but like people love it, and it's kind of stale now because it's, there's nothing else we could do outside of siege and node war. And I think a lot of players would love capture the flag. That's yeah. for sure a game mode that people would love to play. I um, think great can't.
1: is overselling can't. it, honestly. <laughs>
3: Really, I mean, it, it is good. I, mean, it's I think it's is good. It's, it's just
0: another... yeah. My thing
2: is like I think a conquest thing, like almost like like having lanes similar to like a MOBA where like you're taking control of points. They had this thing in Ion. I've talked about this on on the podcast before, but Ion had this game mode called Dredgian where you would go kill a pack of mobs and then take over a tower. And the longer you controlled the tower, the more points you'd get. And yep. you have another team of five on the opposite side that starts, and you guys are basically trying to take over the towers, kill the mobs, and then kill yeah. each other. And it was so much fun. Yeah,
0: Guild Wars has a, a battlegrounds like that as well, where you just uh, like if you sit like more than one person on a platform, it it uh captures a platform faster. And right. then people are just like trying to take like three, or four plat- platforms the entire map, and the more platforms you had, the points um rack up faster. So if you don't have any platforms, you just go up like one point per second. Whereas if you have like multiple platforms, you can go up like five points per second. And after 15 minutes, however many points you have, you know, you end up winning the, the game. And yeah. um just having multiple like PvP modes is I think would benefit a lot. It would it would bring on a lot more players for sure. All so right. to
1: to clarify though, I don't have an issue with like the rules of RBF. I have an issue with the fact that it's been out for as long as it's been out and they still don't have any sort of balancing system in place for it. So you have yeah. issues where you have all these like, you know, like gearlets. You have all these gearlets yeah. on one team, and then I have half of Snake and a quarter of Cho on the other team. <laughs> yeah, it's like what happens. the fuck is this?
0: I think um I think I've I've talked about this before. I think um the easiest way to balance RBF is to have a gear score number on your uh, like in your gear, like in your inventory, mm-hmm. and then it would just place. It would just balance it like left, right, left, this, right. This is what oh. triggers me about that.
3: They have like, it they in team battle. They literally have
2: <laughs>
0: it in team battle. They already
2: implemented this system, and they just haven't moved it to. So, do you remember team battle? Y'all? Yeah. I don't no. know. So uh, yeah, obviously, I, I, no I, I, we played it. it once. I remember. Yeah, because yeah, nobody. Played. It the way that one works is it goes the highest gear score person that joins is on team A the second highest is Team B, the third highest is Team B, and the fourth is Team A. And then from that point, it just goes A, B, A, B, A, B. And like, yeah. that is but all... Even fair. Even if it's not perfect, it would still be better than all of Snake on one team and then Reslar and his Clash yeah. buddies on the other. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, as far as like the... Let, let's just say they did implement a ladder with a ranking. Um, I have two questions for this. One... Should they have should it be trial only or should they allow trial only and
0: a main character ladder in your opinion? I, I think it should be trial only. Um I think trial only is like the future of PvP. Equalized combat is I think is the most fair. Uh but they can probably polish it a little bit more in terms of like uh certain classes need to have better damage output on trial or something like that, so just so they can accommodate like the weaker classes like DKs or Sorcs. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying Ticket is bad I'm just saying sometimes they're in certain scenarios their damage output is not even close to being good for right. um, for for trial um, and I know Korea has now has like an AOA tournament so hopefully it's really popular over there and they everyone agrees that you know trial PvP is probably the most balanced because if you bring your main people like main gear in there I think there's always going to come down to um, SA trading and that's a different form of PvP like if you compare your mains to trials a lot of people may not understand this um, they go they there's a whole different style of play when you're main versus your trial like if you if your main is really geared and really tanky you essay trade right like you play differently right because you can you know you can survive in the essay trade Right. So you essay trade in your favor. Whereas on trials, you can't essay trade all the time. You want to essay trade against a buff archer? No, you're not going to do that. You're going to essay trade against a witch that, ca- that is mid cast Voltaic Balls? No, you're just going to get like chunked 80% of your life. Whereas on your main, you can tank these skills while essay while trading, right? You can't do that on a trial. So just having that, um, the difference is it, it changes a lot of the PvP. And it's probably why I think trial PvP is the most
3: balanced.
2: Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I personally think both options should be available. I, I just think it would, yeah, yeah you know, to help emphasize, because grinding is fucking takes forever, and I don't want, yeah, you know, if I'm know. grinding this much You don't time want it to then, completely remove out of the game. Right, exactly. right. The other thing is, do you think uh, there should be rewards in... Oh, hell yeah, there needs it. to
0: be incentive. I, I definitely agree there should be incentive. Um, There, there needs to be a way so that... Players who only PvP can still progress through the game. Like obviously that you don't want them to be progressing faster than a, a player that grinds all the time, right? But you want them to be able to progress so that they're they don't completely feel left behind, or they, they don't feel as though AOA or you know ranked arena is a waste of time, right? So it could be something as little as giving them XP, um to like equivalent of grinding for one hour at trees or something like that, just equivalent of that. Um right. or like maybe. Not as much as Histria silver income per hour, right? But like maybe similar to Tree's income per hour, which is like 40, 50 mil an hour, versus you know, Histria, which is like 100, 130 mil an hour. Um, maybe not as much as Histria, but like maybe like a in between wouldn't be so bad. Um, and not just silver incentive, it could just be like enhancing incentives, like giving people like shards and hearts or memory fragments or um, one, uh, one crown stone, stone. Yeah, no, 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 not one Cronstone. If you lose, you get like one cronstone
1: Like 10-15 Cronstones
0: at least. No, what
1: it'll be, what it'll be, is it'll be like twenty Cronstones in like a sharp. But if you have a Camasylvia blood, team, <laughs> you also. Oh, get... Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You sound
0: like you work for Cacao, bro. Goddamn.
2: <laughs> oh, the old Shadow Arena, dude. That was so great. Um, yeah, I would. Man, I don't know. Even even if it was low. Even if it was like thirty mil an hour, I would still probably just be in arena. Yeah, all day. I would definitely.
0: Do it. I I definitely would do it. Even if it was free, I'd still do it because I love Arsha PVP or, or AoA PVP. Right. We've been doing it for the past like two months, every day. I'm I've been hosting like nonstop all the time. Um, Dildo Dragon has been also another host. Uh Dona from Snake has been hosting like crazy. And we're just bringing like new people in whenever anyone streams. And uh it's, it's really fun. And people love it because it's equalized gear. And I think that's the, the big selling point of this mode is someone that is new to the game can just jump right in and start PVPing.
1: I want to kind of get your opinion on this, Yellow. A while back, me and Frosty kind of came to the agreement that Trial character PvP would probably be a lot more balanced if trial character gear was just set at, what do we say, Frosty 269, 317?
2: Yeah, something like that. Something where, like, every class has enough AP to kill someone in a full combo if they execute their combo properly. That's really my my biggest thing. Um, So,
1: what do you think trial gear should be set at to be, like, the most balanced?
0: The current trial gear, I think, is already the most balanced, in my opinion um really? korea has a, a recent tournament that they just held like two weeks ago um this is their official korean or sorry kakao sponsor or pearl abyss sponsored tournament and uh, there's already been backlash on it already because some classes are too strong at their ap and korea's current trial gear is 273 307 um, and certain classes are way too strong because they would just break your block in like half a skill so the team that won was a ranger comp it was a ranger plus something I don't remember what it was and the ranger all he did was he was shotgun so he would run up to the middle of the map he was shotgun but he'd go, he'd go backwards right so as you're chasing him you're just taking so much you, you just die because 306 dp or 307 dp is like nothing against right.
3: DP. How did they so they have already
0: had backlash on it yeah, they, they, they've already had backlash on it, saying that the trial AP is way too high for the DP. And um, so they're considering going back to the 253, 257. Well, our current trial, grade, like what we have right now is what, right. is what Korea is planning to go back to. Um, because it's strong. Like, some certain classes are strong, but they have to commit really hard to get that, t- that type of damage. Um and there's only probably like maybe two classes that can hit really hard from across the screen and they need Q buff, which is Archer. Um outside of that, there's not many other classes that can like two shot, right? And you don't want to get two shotted in Arena Varsha. Right. Like some classes do, some classes can, but they have to fully commit. They have to run up to you like archers. They have to use like full bloom, but they have to be point blank. So,
2: so once everyone finishes Deves, and if we get that new one that's on global labs, the trial characters. We'll will be two sixty one. Is it two six or what are yeah. they right now? Two Yeah, right now, is it right,
0: yeah right now trial character's max is two fifty seven, two fifty nine. Okay. So when we get the new uh the new adventure book, whatever it's called, um mm-hmm. it's gonna be another plus two AP, right? I think I
2: think, I think uh, it's only plus one. So I'm pretty sure okay, it'll so be, we'll be two sixty. Yeah, two fifty eight, two sixty. Yeah. Which I think is yeah, we'll be decent. Enough, right? And yeah, that's
0: perfectly fine. Like, I think it's right now. It's it's really balanced. Every class can kill eat, like pretty efficiently. Um, some classes obviously do it better than others, but they're glass cannons, So I think it's balanced towards that. Um, some classes yeah. might need like a Arsha buff or like a trial buff or like PvP damage buff, like DKs around soft cap because their their sc- their scaling isn't as high as certain other classes. Um, but uh, until
2: yeah. Until we get that hit rate buff.
0: Oh yeah, the seven point five percent hit rate buff for DK. Oh yeah, that is interesting. Did you, you see that? you think it would there?
1: be worth Yeah, I saw. I saw you complaining about the DK's complaining about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh do you think it would be worth to like balance trial characters like separately from like your regular characters? Since like the gear um... is fixed anyways.
0: Um, I think it's well, like some classes really need certain balancing, certain like damage tweaking, um, and it's not just for AOA. I think even outside of Arsha, like DKS are pretty weak at soft cap. Um, yeah. fighting against like three ten DP. I, I think tr- like trial DK or just DKS alone are pretty weak around that point. They just don't do enough damage, um, and Sork to a certain extent, right? Like if they, if you like full combo in one v one, Sork can drop anybody. Right, but in AOA, you don't have the luxury of sitting there for five seconds comboing, right? So you have to like hit and run, hit and run, hit and run. And in that regard, Storks are pretty weak in that in that you know particular section. So tweaking certain classes so that they can do a little bit more damage against certain classes is really important. Like Mystic and Striker, they should not be able to just mass destruction and absorb you know a DK's full damage rotation and then come out in their favor when they use like one skill. Right. So I think in that regard, yes. Um one one or two classes need like a little a little bit of damage tweaking against matchups. Like DK DK's damage against Ninja Kuno is perfectly fine. It's just when they fight against like the magic resist classes, like the gauntlets, they, it's a lot harder for them to um to, to deal with them.
2: Yeah, I, I think if they did like buff those classes it I would rather it just be across the board, not just for trial characters. I mean, they already tried yeah, to do exactly, that separate exactly. balancing with yeah. Shadow Arena, and it turned out kind of messy. I don't know. Yeah. Shadow yeah, Shadow Arena's I agree. not really balanced though. Because like those <laughs> same problems in, they're just like they're exasperated in in Arena of Arsha, but those same problems exist outside of Arena of mm-hmm. Arsha. You know, just exactly. a lesser extent because yeah. people eventually outgear. You know.
1: Yeah, well, that's kind of the issue, right? Is that if you just kind of buff. Like, if you say, oh, well, it you know, soft cap or trial character gear, DKs don't do enough damage, so let's buff their damage. And then now you have 290 AP DKs, like, one-hitting everyone. Yeah, but
2: they, but they still, even at 290, don't do enough damage compared to other classes with that AP. So that's why I think it'd be okay to just yeah. buff it across the board.
0: Yeah. But that's just the... the that's just the pvp in general right it's really hard to balance pvp for every single class because if you buff one class right to tweak it to to be stronger against one class right then there's a whole bunch of balancing that has to go down like it's a chain of reaction then that that one class is going to be too weak now you have to buff that now that one class is going to be stronger than another class you know it's just like a chain of reaction that needs to be you know changed over time
2: this is why i like the subtle dk buff that they got the hit rate thing just so we can get it in game see what it actually feels like both in siege node war and in arena varsha because it's like mm-hmm. it's significant but it's not like a lot a thousand percent extra damage on a skill you know
0: yeah exactly so we'll see yeah
2: i
1: don't uh, know, except... I'd just like to uh, i just like to point out it took 10 portals to find knockman appreciate oh it my game. god
0: Welcome to the desert. You gotta do that quest line,
3: dude. I honestly,
1: like, after the 8th one, I was like, I'm about to run to Mantrons. I'm about to run to fucking Mantrons. Like, this is... (laughs) I just started grinding here yesterday, and I'm already sick of this. Like, Do you
0: have any compass? People with compasses in your guild?
1: Uh, No. We have a couple maps, but no compasses, as far as I'm aware. That sucks.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the compass is nice, dude. Compass helps a lot. Yeah, they just leave like their alt in there.
1: It's really funny how like you you go back like maybe like six months to a year and you have all anybody wants is like the map, but now that like multiple people have the compass and people are realizing just how fucking useful it is, now yep. it's like please somebody compass me to this place.
2: <laughs> yep. Yeah. Although the map got nerfed because it used to work for trade goods. Like way back in the day, so back then it was oh, actually insane to have the map.
0: Uh, I still like the yeah. map better than the compass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I travel a lot, right? So yeah, it helps me. I do
2: like the uh, being able to see in the desert and the ocean forever with the compass. Kind of cool, though. Yeah, that is. Um, all right, let's let's move on to. I just want to talk before we get into Ninja Succession. Let's just talking about sure. the current iteration of the game. So I would say, from my point of view, I'm curious what how you feel. The two most complained okay. about classes in the whole game, well, there's two classes and then one skill, is Sork, probably number one. People okay. complain Sork is like busted, takes no skill, unlimited iframes, impossible to catch, kills you in a second, no. yada, yada, yada. That's, that's the when complaint. You're talking
0: about, when you're talking yep. about complaining, are you talking about like? Broken? Too much? Yeah, yeah. Wait, like, it's, it's... Like,
2: plus too weak. No, 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 like, the class is too strong. In Sork. Okay. So, and then the second one would be Ninja. Like, Sork and Ninja, they can PVX. They have a ton of protection, ton of movement. Uh Ninja, to some extent, has really very little stamina management compared to some other classes, and yada, yada, yada. And then the third... Mm-hmm. The skill is just spin spree. For, everyone hates spin spree now, af- after it got buffed. So, in your opinion... Balance-wise, where does ninja sit in the food chain? Do you think it's balanced, too strong, too weak? And yeah.
0: Okay, so um, I think I'm sorry I call you out, call you out, Frosty. But ninjas actually don't really have that much protection. Okay. Uh, they actually have maybe three super armor skills, right? And they're all like long cooldowns: smoke screen, katana shower, and blade spin. Okay. And everything else is. We have to cycle frontal guards so frontal guard is like why sometimes it's really hard to hit a ninja and frontal guarding is a lot a lot of it comes from the transition transition stance in awakening and the c swapping so what we're doing is we're not cycling fully protected super armor we're just cycling frontal guards until we get like a clean opening or engage or, or whatever
1: wait do you not have an iframe on a two second cooldown
0: it's a one second cooldown iframe yeah.
1: Oh, sorry, one second cooldown?
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a one second cooldown iframe, but you can't spam that, right? Like, Sork's can spam their iframe, right? They skill iframe, skill iframe, skill iframe. We don't have that luxury, so we still have to deal with frontal guarding. So, like, our frontal art can be, can be broken.
1: Right, right? just Sprung understand my point of view, down. it's like the pot oh, calling yeah. the, the kettle black, I'm just saying. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm not... It's still... Ninjas have protection. I'm not saying they don't have protection, but I'm, we're comparing it... We're, you're comparing, me like, Ninja and sword. Well, no, no, yeah. I, I
2: wasn't comparing... I wasn't even doing a direct comparison. I was just saying those two oh, classes okay. are complained about most. Yeah, yeah I wasn't comparing oh, yeah, those yeah, yeah. two directly. I was just saying those two classes you probably hear okay. the most whining about. Like, in a, if you go to, like, oh. a guild RBF, they come out, everyone's like, fucking Ninja, dude, and or fucking Sork, <laughs> or whatever. You know, those
0: two classes... I wasn't comparing
2: those
1: yeah. 2 or saying the fucking, they have... fucking spin.
3: Yeah. Fucking kudos.
0: spin. Yeah, so... so ninja, in that regard, yes, they have they have a pretty good, consistent rotation of protection, same with Sorks.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: um, I don't think ninjas are incredibly broken though um, I think they're very strong and they're at the top of the food chain, right, but mm-hmm. I think every MMO will have a class like that in the food chain, regardless of how balanced it is and um I think there's another thing where, um in order for ninjas to look broken, there's like not every ninja can do that um I think there's maybe like the top ten percent of ninjas can actually play really well like that with one by one view in and have like you know the correct amount of gear or the right amount of gear, right? Because if you just jump on ninja and go into R.B.F. and like maybe play for a week, you're not going to be able to achieve what like all those top level ninjas can do. And I can't really like you can't really say that um, that ninjas in, like that way up there. I think um, like I can probably go on an archer and I could just sit in the back and shoot nonstop and. I can be more successful than a ninja that has been playing for a week, you know. In terms of balancing in that regard, I think Archer would be stronger than Ninja in just beginner as like the the beginner aspect of um, RBF or PVP. Like yeah. I can hop on an Archer and do I think I can do better than a Ninja. Um, whereas vice versa, Ninja has to go through like months and months and months of training, watching videos, learning from guys, learning from like people who have played Ninja before. Um, it's a really hard class to be able to like do what like the top level ninjas can do. Um, it's a lot of experience, a lot of practicing. you know you're, you're gonna get to re- like the RBF and you're gonna try to do one VX and you're just gonna find that you're getting hit from everywhere, you're getting slow debuff everywhere and you have to know how to position your frontal guard. you gotta know who are the types of players that like to slow debuff like the mages. And you gotta know that Archer has incredible you know mobility so catching that will be very difficult. so you can't spend all your resources catching one target. try and then you kill him and then one guy's just gonna come from behind you and hit you once and you're dead. You know, there's like a lot of practice and experience that you need that comes into play when learning ninja. Um, as for sorks, a sork is also, I think, a class that um, people tend to overlook in terms of skill and execution. It's a class that requires a lot of execution, but it's not the most difficult. I I feel it's 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 difficult, but I think a lot of um, sork survivability comes from their autopiloting. Right, they cast a skill, they the They cast a skill, they iframe Right, when they run a stamina, they frontal guard. Right, they linger the frontal guard, or they use night sh- or car- nightmare, and it's like it's kind of like a built-in fail-safe kind of system for Sarks, where. When you feel unsafe, you just iframe. Whereas Ninja, you can't really have that option. Like, you still have to be in mind, like, you can't just run away. Your back is facing someone. So you have to turn around frontal guard. But by turning around, you stop. Right. Whereas Sork, you can kind of just like cast skill, iframe, cast skill, and you can literally move up th- throughout the entire arena. If, you know, whenever your, your stamina runs out. So, in terms of power and survivability, I think Sork has a way easier time than Ninja. Um, uh and uh but i i do think that circuit ninja are at the top of the food chain in terms of pvp i would also put archer up there as well because of how easy it is for them to kill without committing from from like far range like you guys have obviously done rbf like multiple times and seeing archers like four or five archers just sit in like one area with like a mage beside them That's broken like it's really hard to engage on that you have a witch that peels for you by casting voltaic pulse so it's really hard for a ninja to engage on that and archers if they're really good at mobility they can easily just outplay you like one one skill so i would also put archer at the top of the food chain in terms of um just raw strength in numbers or raw strength and range because range is one of the most powerful mechanics in this game. Just having some of range CC, range damage is really powerful. Um, as for Lethal Spin, um, okay. So I have two things about this, about this skill. I don't think it's as broken as people think. I think it's very strong, but it needs two things for it to be strong. First is, you need to have better SA trading than your opponent that you're fighting against. So if you're SA trading against a Witch, and you're both, we're obviously comparing equal gear. Both players are 280 AP, both players are 310 or 316 DP, whatever the whatever the the, the gear matches, um, a witch would actually essay trade in their favor every time. Voltaic Pulse has a built-in evasion debuff percent, and it's also a super armor and a bound. Okay, so it's a built-in CC, built-in super armor, built-in evasion debuff, which is really powerful against uh, Ninja Kuna because they rely heavily on the evasion. So if you essay trade into that you're losing evasion already, so you're going to be losing damage based off of the evasion and the, mul- the, the multiplier, and you're standing. Whereas spin is only really strong if you outgear your opponent or if they're already on the ground through either Delighted Blast or Indignation or from a Shadow Stomp. So in order for the spin to completely slaughter people right away, they're either much less gear than you or you SA trade in a scenario that's more favorable to you. So let's say another skill like um, Cataclysm or uh, Bolide of Destruction, which is the meteor that wizards have, um, those skills don't have any debuff modifiers on them. So a Sork or a, sorry, a Kuno that spins in SA trades against those two classes, they would be in their favor, right? But you can't do that against a Witch, you know what I mean? So, like, it, it's it's only strong if in certain scenarios. And if you outgear the person, then yes, spin is incredibly powerful, but that's just you outgearing them. That's not how powerful the skill is. Right? The skill makes it easier because you outgear the person. But if you're equalized geared in the correct scenario or the scenario that doesn't benefit then you know, then spin isn't really all that powerful. Now, if we're talking about down attack spin, down attack spin is very powerful. So but that requires one of the, the requ like the, the requirements, right? They need to be either CC'd already, that's on the ground, so the down attack can multiply the damage even further. Right, so I think it's a I think it's a probably balanced skill, and I think a lot of people just don't know how to deal with it correctly. So they just run into a Kuno, you know, mindlessly, and they go, okay, let me just trade with, let me just essay trade with, against this Kuno that has like forty gears go more than me, and try to come out on top. It, that's just not going to happen. Really? But if you put like a witch that has the same gear as this Kuno, right, and just throw the witch slow the slow debuff the the Kuno with uh. Uh, Paralysis, which is a heavy, slow debuff, and then you Voltaic Pulse. Oh, you're gonna, the witch will trade in favor every time, any day of the week. Right? Yeah, but
1: in fairness, Voltaic Pulse is probably one of, if not the most loaded uh, single ability in the game.
0: Yeah, I, it's one of the most powerful, but the mages need skills like that, right? They don't have high mobility. So. They need skills that can plant them down and allow them to trade against a class that sh- should usually perf- like trade in their favor, but we just need, need that kind of stuff. So mages need I that.
1: Defense. Meanwhile, wizard cries in a corner.
0: <laughs> yeah, which is by far stronger than wizard at this moment, just because of that. Uh, the evasion buff being on the correct skill. Like, if wizard didn't have the magic DP debuff and evasion debuff on uh, Aqua Jail, if it was on Cataclysm, it would be way better. Because Gel is like a mediocre skill compared to Voltaic Pulse. Those are two skills that got the, the debuff, right? Yeah. Uh, Voltaic Pulse is already built in, probably one of the best skills in the game because of that debuff now. And Wizards could have been just as good had their their debuffs portion of the skill was on Cataclysm, because Cataclysm is their
1: um, the equivalent, their balance, yeah, the equivalent
0: of Voltaic Pulse, yeah. But it's just not the, it's just not, it's on the wrong skill, and that's all it is. So
1: i
2: uh oh, i'm ri- i'm writing all the spins free defenses down because uh that one's hard to argue it's everyone true. complains to me about them like well my thing is too is like if you actually are playing the kuno it doesn't feel how everyone thinks it feels right so like the last I, i'm a serial re-roller so i've played in the last like two months i played a lot of ninja sork and kuno like those three specifically yeah. and kuno the most but it's like here here's one of the things that i always find so funny when someone complains to me i'm like well, well what what's your issue with spin specifically like let me know it's like well Akunu's just walking around concealment and then they spin and kill half your guild i'm like that's not no one spins no, directly no one from concealment that. it's not a thing <laughs> it's just not a thing like it's not how it works it's and there's no, do in, in a war where like there's countless times where i'm like Maybe I can get this kill if I catch them off guard. They're all in the back. I'll, like, shadow stomp in, C-swap spin on their back, and I end up dead with no kills. Like, that yeah. happens a lot. Yeah. So I'm just like, dude, it's it's not... It is a very powerful skill, but everyone makes it seem like it's just, like, a one-shot. You just go and kill and brain-dead, it's, it's you know? people,
0: It's the people that don't really understand how certain mechanics work or certain skills work or how much gear disc- discrepancy there is, right? Those people is like the majority, and majority complains, and when majority complains, they don't really look at what a top level player looks at, right? And just because the majority complains at it doesn't necessarily mean that it's like the correct information. Like, about a year ago, two years ago, two years ago, the entire Ninja Discord thought that Ninja was bad at grinding, but I grind perfectly fine on Ninja, I'm almost level 64, and I make like over 100 mil, 110 mil an hour. Right? And it's just... Players can make this class look way better than they look, right? And it's just not the majority. Like the majority of ninja, maybe I can guarantee you ninety percent of ninjas say that grinding on ninja is terrible.
3: Yeah, but it just
0: requires a lot of effort. It Doesn't mean that it's bad. You have more action and more uh, input than, like, let's say, a mage. Obviously, kuno's too. But that doesn't mean it's bad. Exactly. So it doesn't mean kuno's it's bad. It just bad. means it requires much more effort.
2: Um, so, all right, let me throw this out here. It, it, let's just pretend. I, I, in my opinion, if I had to point out the biggest, I think Reslar's biggest complaint with ninjas concealment, but so we'll get into that in a sec. But if Not I no had problem. to, if I had to say there's one thing that I think is is a little bit too strong a ninja, it's that, especially in one v one or maybe one v two, it can be overly oppressive. And I think part of that is because during murder intent, you recover stamina, so stamina management is a little bit less stressful on a ninja compared to some other classes like for example sork well i know sork has a lot of protection so so i'm not trying to compare it directly but just in general so how would you feel let's just say if if Mm -hmm. if murder if there was a patch one day that made murder intent cost just 50 stamina really really low it it would hurt ninja a lot it would hurt ninja a lot do you think it would do you think it would break it though like
0: it wouldn't break the class but we would not be moving as much as we move now with without that without Merger's intent
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh, or what I'm sorry with murder intent being stamina because I'm already stamina deprived like pretty heavily from when I play, um, the the stamina isn't the issue with ninja it's, um, it's running out of, um, like trial character stamina is already like a big issue, right? So if you're adding a stamina consumption on. Merged which is like a heavily used skill for movement, it would just mean child ninja would be way slower. So it w- it would definitely hurt the class quite a bit. Would it break the class though? I don't know if it would break the class. Um, it would make me play a lot slower though, and I don't think I would like that. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> Welcome to every other class. <laughs>
0: yeah, but everyone has stamina mid- like consumption issues in AoE, right? Like it's not just ninja, you know, mewa Musa, um honestly i would just i would just enjoy if they gave us more stamina as like a passive like if you're a class that utilizes a lot of stamina I don't mind having a skill that has like puts like put stamina consumption on a skill just give us more stamina to begin with so we don't run out like on like one burst scenario right like a burst of movement we don't just run out like instantly right away or allow it so that we have skills that can recover stamina like if you cast like brace or something and recover stamina like i don't give a shit if brace gives me wp or hp you know like that's it's not really that useful to be honest i if it gave me back stamina i would love that i think that would be way better of a buff on uh brace but uh but yeah
2: right in, so in, a, in a world where murder costs stamina you mean i feel like stamina recovery yeah, right now would be yeah, crazy yeah, yeah. on an. <laughs>
1: It's yeah. so funny whenever I 1v1 uh, ninjas in, like, BA or something, mm-hmm. and I see them cast, uh, like, the uh, the heal or whatever, their, their e-buff that heals them, because mm-hmm. they're just not thinking about it. They're using it as the heal, not the e-buff. Yeah. And I, I always Q-buff the second I see them do that. <laughs> and they're always like, why'd you Q-buff me? I'm like, use your class buff, dude, I'm using mine. The fuck? <laughs> Was this unfair... Uh this is unfair standard
0: dude. i respect it dude i respect it you see the ninja e-buff you q-buff yourself I, I respect that i know i know q-buff zerg is really strong but i would respect it if i e-buff you know i, I shouldn't complain if somebody else uses a cost buff right and that's uh, why okay this is i i love you for saying that because in aoa we always tell people to use e-buffs like there are players oh, that yeah. don't use e-buff and i'm always like dude Use your e buff, man. It it will help you. You need to play around it. You need to learn how to utilize it in your in your kit. You have to learn how to use it in different scenarios. It will help you improve. There, we had um, we had a wizard that came to one of our AOS one time, and he would just never e buff. And I told him like, this is one of the most powerful e buffs in the game. It's pure damage on a on a wizard. It's just like maximum damage output. Like you should really really use an e buff. It's really for you strong.
1: and your whole team.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. a party buff. It's one of like the three classes in the entire game that has a party buff, which is tamer, wizard, and witch. I don't know if any other classes have a has a. Well, shy. And sh- well, shy, yeah, but you don't really PP with shy that often.
1: But, yeah. <laughs> we don't count shy. <laughs> yeah.
2: All right, two two things before we move on to succession. One, just shy. in regards to one v one and node war or and siege, one v one node war and okay. siege. In your opinion. Who do you think is a stronger, more well-rounded class, Kuno or Ninja,
0: in all of those scenarios? Uh, definitely Ninja. I, the reason why I say this is because Ninja is, pro- in my opinion, probably the best 1v1 class in the game. Um, as for Node Wars, Ninja, they feed on gear dis- discrepancies. Like I don't know how easy it is for me to land a kill on a target in node wars like i would top frag and it would be like some of the easiest kills sometimes and i don't have to commit anything dangerous i know kunos can do this a w- uh, well as well but the problem with high level play in siege is kunos eventually have to use tendon cutter and spin first this allows them to be in super armor which allows them to be super armor traded and it allows them to be slow debuff okay ninjas they don't care about that they just nuke you serpent block jump they get out right you're dead you're already dead Kunos have to use spin to get their kills, right? Like there are some kunos that can kill with just shadow stomp or Tenon cutter, but that's like 300 AP kunos, and that's really rare scenarios where their shadow stomp has to crit. That's really that's a really really specific scenario. They don't have like a built-in skill that just nukes you right off the bat, right? Spin either has to be on a down target or a down attack target, right? So it's kind of hard for kunos to frag as hard as ninja, in my opinion. I think in every siege guild or every guild that I've merc for, I think ninjas always has always outfragged Okuno. kuno same gear higher gear doesn't matter what it is i fragged hard, harder than kunos that are like 20 30 gear score higher than me and they're also really great kunos as well not saying they're bad i'm just saying it's way easier for ninjas to frag um, in terms of survivability i think kuno might have a little bit more but again high level ninja they also play really well and they have like really low death counter. And most ninjas play with Oni Shadow, which is a very powerful skill in Siege. Um Kunos is kinda split between Oni Shadow and uh their sinew cut. So um it's really easy for a ninja to disengage in Siege. Um and uh yeah, Nodra is like the same. Um I think ninja is just way more powerful at fragging. Um Right. And, and I think if I were to put it on a scale, I think it would be easier for me to put it on a scale. Like, if I put it on a scale from 0 to 10, 10 being, like, the most powerful in each category, Ninja would be in 1v1, 10 out of 10. In Node War, they would be, like, nine nine 9.5 out of 10. Siege, they would be, like, 8 out of 10. Kunos in 1v1, they'd be, like, a 9 out of 10. Uh, Node War, they'd be, like, 8.5, 9 out of 10. Um, and in Siege, they're, like, maybe 7, 7.5 out of 10. Not saying they're bad, I'm just saying... They're great, just not as good as Ninja has like a tiny little bit more in terms of um their their kit, right? Yeah, in those three categories.
2: So it's funny because my opinion's kind of changed on this over time, but mm-hmm. I feel like in one v ones, I used to think that it wasn't even close, that Ninja was just way better. But I actually do think Kuno holds its own. I, I just think it's missing like yeah one CC to to help it be as aggressive as ninja when like mm-hmm. you know what i mean maybe like yeah, succession yeah. probably that's why i that. yeah,
0: ninja is almost as good as ninja that's that's, that's why but i've always said that in
2: my experience and granted i'm not i'm not a good ninja and i'm definitely significantly better at kuno than i am ninja but just as far as like how easy it is to get kills i find it's way easier to get kills in node war and siege on kuno than ninja because of the way the function of spin being protected while still yeah, doing high damage
0: yeah, it is really strong. Right? But have you seen like super high geared ninjas do siege as well? Like outside of outside of just you knowing like your immediate friends, like have you seen like walk, I mean I've seen Lamezor Brax. before
2: he re-rolled. And that was insane. <laughs> do you remember I don't yeah, know if like... you remember Lamezor when he played ninja, but that dude was. Yeah, he used nutty. to played Zerker, I remember. Yeah. I know who he is. Um I'm trying to think if I ever was in a guild with like a really no, well, Sammy. Sammy always frags the fuck out on Ninja too. So, yeah, um, but is
0: Sammy like the super high-geared Ninja? Like, I don't think he's as good as No, he
2: was he always tried. like 269. Now he is. Now yeah. he actually is like 284. So have
0: you seen like Zan or Alpa? no or oh, yeah, guys, I have, like, seen, Alpa. I have frag, seen Alpa. Those guys frag like no tomorrow. They frag so hard. Like their Katana yeah. Shower is the equivalent of like a Kuno's like, spin because they, their <laughs> AP is just so high. Right, right. And they have so much DP that the SA training, they don't give a shit about <laughs> SA training. You're not gonna kill him. You're not gonna kill this guy. <laughs> like you you're gonna SA training, but you, he's not gonna die. He's just gonna block him and get out, you know, and then he's gonna come back in and kill you. Like, you know what I mean? So Yeah, Alpha um, gear is crazy, dude. They're very, very geared. His
2: so. malice feels like an archer, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> but uh but yeah. Um so what is your uh what is your best matchup and your worst matchup on ninja? One v one.
0: Best matchup, worst matchup. My, hmm, my worst matchup would probably be either another ninja. I don't know if that counts as a matchup, oh um, or a sorc. Okay. Um, well, the reason why I say this is because I I'm really fortunate to have fought against like the best players and. Since I met these players, like they have like a group of community of like all the like really top players, like top level players. So fighting against like Amora for Sork as a duelist Sork is probably one of the most difficult things I've ever fought. But I can also say the same thing about fighting against Dana, which is probably one of the best, if not the best, duelist ninja in North America.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So um, both of them are incredibly difficult, and both of them. You know, push their class to the limits, and it's really hard to fight against these two classes. Um, I used to say, I used to think uh, Kuno was just as difficult, but I think over the years all the best Kunos I've ever fought against, um, they kind of just don't play anymore, so it's really hard for me to find a Kuno that's like super high level, that's up there, that would make me struggle as much as I struggle against Sork and Ninja. Right. Um, well, now you do points, have
1: to fight. this has to happen
2: dude i've been grinding for this distortion i have no pvp in me right now Uh, (laughs)
3: um
0: as for the easiest classes um probably like a mage i guess because they're not really mobile you can kind of just like block all their stuff wait for them to burn their teleport just dash in and grab and that's like that's like pretty much the gist either your grab lands or it doesn't and if it, if it gets resisted, then you reset it until so you have your grab back up, and it kind of you don't even need to CC at certain points. That, like, you don't even need floats or whatever. Yeah. How do you feel against really high end Dark Knights in one v one? Uh, DKs are really good. Um, but I'm sorry to have to call this out because uh, DKs have a built in gimmick mechanic that they abuse, and it's a very simple mechanic. Um, how it works is it's a skill called airstrike. Mm-hmm. And airstrike is a skill that is iframe during uh, the movement of the skill, okay. Um, but what makes this a really broken broken setup is um, so there's three different types of iframes. There's one at the beginning of the iframe or begin of the skill. So iframe at beginning of skill, iframe while moving, and iframe at the end of the skill. Um, and if you have really good ping. Um, your iframe, let's say the skill is airstrike, and it says uh, airstrike is uh, invincible while moving, right? So right. it's not invincible at the beginning of the skill like archers have. Archers has a skill called tactical strike, which is iframe at the beginning of the skill. So you can use it to dodge skills on reaction. Like if you know that some, like a block jumps coming, coming, you can just literally strike tactical strike on reaction to, to, to dodge it. And airstrike, you can't really do that. However, DK's has a built-in gimmick setup that allows them to do this. So what they do is they do Wheel of Fortune, which is a super armor float, and they cancel that into airstrike. Now, normally you can punish a skill that has iframe on it if it's at the beginning of the skill. You can actually hit an iframe skill at the beginning of the skill, right? But airstrike doesn't have iframe at the beginning of the skill. But what they do have is Wheel of Fortune, which is a super armor float. So if you're trying to punish a DK's airstrike, they're they're already casting Wheel of Fortune. So you're trying to punish the skill after Wheel of Fortune, which is like impossible, into an airstrike. So all DKs, what they love to do is whenever airstrike is on a cooldown, they do either Camazilia slash, which is which is a forward guard knockdown, or they do Wheel of Fortune into the airstrike. So it allows their airstrike to be protected at the beginning of the skill. And in the middle of the skill, you can't protect, you can't punish it anyways because it's iframe. So DKs, you like hold a super high level DKs. All they do is they go around Wheel of Fortune airstrike or Camazilia slash airstrike, and it's really hard to catch that. But um, in order to beat them, you just let them burn this, and then you punish whatever the skills they use after that. So, like now that I've understood how to fight against DKS, I would just never try to engage Wheel of Fortune or Air Strike. I just never try to engage these skills. I can punish them, but it's really hard, difficult to do it if you have like not as good ping. So, uh, really fast DKS they abuse this mechanic or gimmick, I guess, or whatever the hell it's called. It's just like a one-two punch. It's very powerful, very efficient. Um, there's no commitment. It's very safe because it's mobile, and it's really easy for DKs to just use it because it doesn't it doesn't keep them stuck in one place. It's also protected and it's also a CC. Both skills are CCs, so yeah, that's right. that's like how I thought about DKs. They have gaps, dude. That's what they tell. Them. They have unlimited. Oh gaps.
3: yeah, they, they, yeah. They have a lot of gaps. <laughs> Sork gap. has unlimited <laughs> iframes and
2: DK has unlimited gaps, dude. Yeah. Um. I'm being sarcastic. So, all right, let's move on to Succession. Um,
1: sure. Hold on, I I wanted to correct something you said earlier. I don't know, I don't have a problem with concealment in this current oh, state. Oh,
2: yeah. Let's talk about concealment real quick. Well, I thought I you hated I thought you hated right concealment because it wasn't fair.
1: No, I I used to before they nerfed it. Back okay. when it was like absolutely insane. But post nerf, I don't really have an issue with it anymore. I mean, it's it's a really powerful ability, but they kind of need it to be a ninja. He, so
2: yeah, here's my thing with it because I I do still hear a lot of people complain that concealment is like it's busted for like node war and siege. For first of all, no like respectable ninja or Kuno uses concealment in BA generally. Yeah. Um, although we probably should a little bit, you know. Just to throw them off. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, I feel like in uh in Node War and Siege, here's always been my thing, because everyone's like, oh like they're just in Concealment and get caught out, but I feel like really good players like rarely get caught by Concealment. Either they're a really good flex player, so they're aware yeah. that there's probably a ninja nearby, or they keep an eye on the minimap, because you generally see a ninja or Kuno dot on the minimap, and then it disappears, and you know I need to be yeah. protected or stay away, and the movement is slow. Or... If you're with the ball and you're actually following shot calls and staying with the ball, it's Mm -hmm. really hard for a ninja and kuno, even if you're very good, to just straight up engage a ball.
0: Exactly. Yep.
2: So I have never had an issue with consuming since the changes. Now old consume. Whenever I watch like an old video of Akuno, it blows my mind that they're running around with
3: fucking <laughs> Oni
2: Shadow recovering yeah. stamina. Oh
0: my god! Dude.
1: Yeah.
3: The See, good the old stamina. Like, the stamina nerf is version... like a perfect
0: re- uh, perfect fix. The stamina nerf.
1: See, like that version, I definitely had a problem with. That version like, was that crazy. Was insane, but no, I don't, I don't have an issue now. My only issue with Ninja right now is the same issue I have with Sork and Kuno and everyone else, which is just iframes are fucking broken, but I don't, you can't really yeah. fix that because it's just the identity of the class, so what are you going to yeah. do?
0: It, it's built into the game now, that iframe is in the game, so... yeah, I mean, I think I, I've always thought this about a lot of classes, is you should never nerf a class. I think you should buff other classes so that they're equally as strong. Because if you nerf a class, there's going to be complaints, there's going to be people, you know, people not liking, you know, the system, blah, blah, blah. And then classes become naturally too strong because other classes were nerfed. But so why do that? Just buff other classes. If ninja has this many options, you know, give more options to another class that doesn't have as, you know, similar options.
2: Yeah, I've always said the same thing. Yeah,
0: I just don't. I think bust, nerfs are just a, a very poor way of balancing the game.
2: You, even on a more fundamental level, like, if you love... Like, when you pick a class, and you practice it, and you learn it, and you actually, like, love and enjoy your class, when something gets nerfed, it's so, like... It just makes it more. Yeah, it's just like, dude... <laughs> yeah. Like, I know it was overpowered, but, man, when Tendon Cutter lost Stiffness, it was just like, oh, it just so... It changed the class so much, It you know? Yeah,
3: it definitely... Okay. Okay. I,
2: it did, dude. Like that stiffness. No, was no, no, like... no,
1: not that. I'm just, I'm, I'm complaining because of the hypocrisy where the entire game was celebrating when Warrior got gutted, removing its lingers. But you know, well, well I mean, every class got nerfed Yeah, every, every class got nerfed. But Warrior, Warrior was the only one where people were like having parties in the street and like
2: that is not like, true, dude. People dude, weren't having parties in the street when Float got removed from Bladespin. Come on.
0: Yeah, Bladesman Float was really broken. Yeah, that's if, I true. Were to talk about, if I were to talk about like the top five skills of all time in BDO, Bladesman Float would be like course, top five. No of problem. Of course like
1: I, I actually did feel bad for ninjas because they did that in the concealment nerf in the exact same path. I was like, oh <laughs> poor ninjas, dude. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I think ninjas yeah. are balanced now though. They're, I don't think they're as broken I, yeah, as they I used to
3: they're, be. I think they I think they're wrong.
0: fine. You need to be a really freaking good ninja to play ninja well at this at this point now.
3: I was just like
0: a
1: lot. I don't I don't really like if you can fix balance by buffing, I prefer that. I'm not a huge yeah. like advocate for nerfs. So yeah. like seeing two huge nerfs to a class in the same patch, I was like, "Oh, that's rough."
3: <laughs> Hold on. It, is, it, it, is it is was
2: three nerfs. They also removed the half house super armor from Moonlight, all right.
0: Oh uh, yeah. They also removed super armor from Beheading as well. Yeah. Super armor. That one was a really heavy nerf. Um.
1: I just wish that they need to just buff DR, please.
2: <laughs> all right. Uh, ninjas. Speaking of uh, bladespin float, you guys got it back with shuriken flight, maybe.
0: Yeah, it's not it's not the same though. I'll, I'll get into that. I'll okay. Into that.
2: All right. So, Ninja Succession. Um okay. You've been playing it. Came out this week. I'm just gonna have this yep. little. I'm gonna have Chemo's video just running in the background while you talk about it. Yep. Um, yep. yep. So yeah, give me give me kind of your initial thoughts on it so far.
0: Um. Okay. So I woke up. I my my Discord pinged the shit out of me when uh, Ninja Succession came out. They're like, "Yellow, go try." Blah blah blah. And I was really excited. I went to the chemo's video and I saw it and I was kind of disappointed because um initially speaking, um I love ninja because of movement. So when I saw succession, there wasn't a single movement skill in succession. Okay, this is my first initial look. And I, I thought to myself, okay, so they must have have like more super armors and stuff, right? So I found out that ninjas have a little bit more succession or sorry super armor in succession. And that was a plus. Right? And then when I got to eventually try it out and I was like, "Oh, okay, this is actually this is actually pretty good. You can actually cycle full super armor now, which is which is pretty strong." But in today's meta, um uh, ninja really requires frontal guard. I think it's probably the most important aspect of ninja is utilizing frontal guard is very important. And um and and yeah, and I it, it, there was there is no frontal guard in succession. There's no c swapping. There's no frontal guard. The only two frontal guard skills you have is chaos spree and your rabam uh, illusion of restraint. So it's gonna be really hard for ninjas succession to PVP. That that would be like my first initial look. Uh, my understanding of the class would probably be awakening would be the PVP spec. Succession would probably be the grinding spec because it does so much damage. I've never seen so much damage before. And you guys probably know Serpent Ascension on Ninja. It's probably like the most damaging skill on Ninja. And mm. Succession has four skills that is stronger than Serpent Ascension. Four. They have four skills that's already more damaging than Serpent. And there are skills that are like actually fast and or protected. So it's really, really strong. Um. Did you guys want me to like what, just about all the skills aside? What are those? For? Okay, so. Okay, so not only did they added different modifiers or different CCs on these skills, they actually increased the damage modifiers of all these skills significantly, and now Succession all have dots on them. Like, every single skill that ninjas have, every single one of them has either a bleed, a burn, or a poison, or uh, some kind of dot on it. Right. Every single skill, except for like blazing, because it didn't really have that in the back then, but um, every single skill has some kind of dot on it now. So if you just SA trade, you're gonna get put like 10 different dots on you now. And the dots are pretty damaging as well. Smokescreen has a dot.
2: Right. It's like 80, like the smaller ones are it's, 80 it's, per
0: three seconds, right? And then the bigger ones yeah, are it's like a hundred. Smoke screen is yeah, smoke screen is hundred damage every three seconds for 18 seconds. So it ticks, you know, six times. That's 600 damage right there, just from a dot. This can't be removed. Dots can't be removed in any way. So, are
2: they do do they stack? Now I know obviously like yes. They okay, stack. they stack with skill on <laughs> and then the different types. But like if you have two poisons, the two poisons aren't stacking. Right. No, there's not any no, new no, mechanic they're, they're, that they're, makes they're, it
0: different. stack? Okay. No, 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 no. There's there's no. Yeah, yeah. They, right. they don't stack. Yeah. So poison is poison. There's only one one poison that you'll get. So <clears throat> regarding how
2: oh okay. So what are the four skills that do more damage? So
0: the four most damaging skills are now, uh shriek and flight. Okay. Uh, the new blade spin, the new black moonlight, and the new uh fox claw. So those are the okay. four skills that are even more damaging than serpent ascension. That's crazy. Wait, I think I mentioned. Yeah, those are the, the the four skills. Actually, beheading the dead does more damage than serpent ascension now. But that doesn't. That's a different. I have to explain that later when I get to Foxclaw. Right. But. They added so many different things in succession that is not revealed in Kimo's video. Because right. Kimo's video is like a first look, you know, show all the skills, representation mm-hmm. of the skills, right? He doesn't show all the hidden mechanics that you have to figure out as you play the class. So I think I figure out like 90% of them now, like most of them. So I have a good understanding of, you know, what this class will look like. Right.
1: So, so I, I have a question. Yeah. You, you said that it's a lot more. Like, super armor heavy, and uh, there's apparently four skills that do more damage than Mm -hmm. uh, Serpent Ascension. Do you think that this was, like, an attempt to have ninjas be, like, a large skill, like, AoE fighter or something?
0: So my guess is, um, so my understanding of succession is this is to balance the players that play on Xbox and PS4 because some classes in Awakening is way too mobile or too um, difficult to play on a con- controller. So they made succession so that it's an easier mode to play in for controller player, like players that play with, with controller. Whereas, like if you play a Sork or a Ninja or Kuno on a controller, that's pretty difficult. Like, it's really difficult to play with all those skills, right? So that I think they built a succession and made it easier so you don't have to camera turn and mouse control and um, have less movement so that you can still be good, right, as a controller. That that was my understanding of succession. That That's what I, you know, believe that that's the reason why they made succession, to port it over to PC. And so when I got to try succession, I think that succession is going to be a really strong... Grinding spec, not necessarily PvP spec in large scale or node war, mainly because um, ninjas have no frontal guard and their movement is like really different than um, uh, their awakening, because uh, ninjas' movement is really heavily dependent on their awakening C swapping and silent charge and murder's intent, right? Um, but you don't have that option in succession. So, in order for you to be really mobile, you have to utilize the new hidden movement mechanics, which I'll show you guys like after. I guess so I don't know how I'm gonna show you guys, but yeah.
2: What if, what if, um, what if you are like a an evasion spec with like three forty six DP and you have like seven hundred or seven hundred fifty evasion? Do you think then it kind of changes it for large scale its viability?
0: Um.
2: Like, I mean, if you can rotate SA's and it, it's not going to get you killed. Yeah, instantly.
0: it would be pretty strong. But, again, you're still going to get slow debuff like crazy, which is a very heavy debuff on ninja. Whereas if, with Awakening, you can just frontal guard that and just block the slow debuff. Like, you can't... You, it just wouldn't go through. Whereas if you're just super armor cycling, you're just going to get slow debuff, and then it's going to be so hard for you to disengage because you don't have those extra movements that Awakening has to... Give you that option to disengage freely from fight. Like I feel like when you get to a point when you have that much gear, I think you're gonna go in, you're gonna nuke, and you're fighting against like top end PvP players. Obviously, you're gonna go in, you're gonna do your nuke, you're gonna kill like three, four people or five people, but you're just gonna either slow debuff and then you have to pop your V right away, or you have to escape escape right away, right? You don't have that luxury of C swapping, disengaging, and then just getting out of a fight really quickly um, as succession because you're 100% gonna get a slow debuff by something. So. I think it's primarily going to be a PVE spec. I think this, like, there's so much. T- the skills are ridiculously damaging. It's actually insane how much damage you do on this class now on uh, succession.
2: So, do you think that's their intention? Because that to I make mean, it a PVE spec, yeah.
0: I think I think honestly that might be their intention. Mainly um, be yeah. Sorry, go ahead.
2: No, no, I was saying interesting. I I mean I I was just saying because it seems like they're. So, like, if you look at the Musa mewa stuff, like, Musa's mm-hmm. already really good at PvE. So what would the PvE spec... Or do you just mean oh, specifically just, for Ninja?
0: No, it's just specifically for Ninja, because I think a lot of people okay. had trouble playing Ninja, grinding, and awakening, right? And it just wasn't efficient enough. Whereas in succession, I feel like there's probably going to be six-skill rotation, that's it. And you'll wipe out an entire pack, no problem. And the skills have crazy wide AoE. Um, and that's something, that, that's something that Ninja lacked before was wide AoE, because you can just run into the middle of the pack and hit everything behind you as well, like full 360 radius. Whereas, um, Awakening didn't really have that option. Both of, most of the skills are casting in front of you. Right? Like Serpent Ascension is right. in front of you. Whereas Succession, every single skill can also hit behind you, which is freaking crazy. Um... And that's, uh, that's, that's going to be a huge buff for, for grinding. I think Succession will demolish grinding speeds. Like they're, I feel like they're going to be good as lawns or mystics grinding in history now, just yeah. with this, uh, this new spec. It actually does so much damage.
2: It's, I thought it was interesting that even the skills that Kuno and Ninja got that are the exact same Mm-hmm. Are not at all the same in succession. Like for example, oh, yeah, Fatal they are Blow so is a completely different, different function. Fox completely different function.
0: Yeah, they're so different. They have like movement options tied, atti- like tied to them now. Uh, ninjas have a second Malice. When my friend, when my friend told me about the the second Malice, I just thought it was going to be the same Malice. Like it's going to use a cooldown. It's going to be a shared <laughs> cooldown. And then I went to go test it. They're two different cooldowns. I have two Malices now. This is ridiculous. Right. They both stiff. They both uh, add a dot. Um, <laughs> uh, they both can be... Uh, the new Malice can cancel into Shadow Stomp now. So you don't have to do Malice, Right Mouse Button, and Shadow Stomp. You can just do the new Malice into Shadow Stomp. So that's fucking crazy. <laughs> um, the new Malice, you can actually aim it oh, in different directions now. So you, you don't can, have you to
2: can, use Shirk and Toss first. You can Malice Stomp?
0: You can Malice into Stomp now! That's, that's ridiculous! That, that's oh pretty my cool. God. Yeah, that is... Um and I'll I'll show you like some all the new hidden mechanics. Um smoke screen concealment has a different animation now. Mm-hmm. Um you can actually do smoke screen right mouse button, which is like a forward dash after smoke screen. So you don't okay. have to do smoke screen concealment anymore. So there's like this new forward dash that you can do after smoke screen. And can you concealment after that forward dash? Yes, you can concealment after that new forward dash. So nice. you, there's like two dashes after smoke screen now. So um there's also um, the smoke screen forward dash can be instantly cancelled into Shadow Slump. It could also be instantly cancelled into Beheading of the Dead, and it could also be instantly cancelled into uh, Shriek and Flight. That's so cool. this new forward dash that, that Smokescreen has is fucking sick. It's actually my new favorite skill on Succession.
3: <laughs> yeah. well,
0: actually, what am I saying? This Succession has like so much crazy fucking shit on it. I love all skills yeah. Yeah. about it. <laughs> like it's actually really fun to play. <laughs> how do you feel
2: about the two awakening skills you got? So you got Katana Shower and Chaos Free. Yeah. And how are those different? I guess start from Katana Shower. Is it any different than the? Okay, normal?
0: so so Katana Shower back then was used as a super armor skill, and it's a DP debuff, right? So if, when you're grinding, you open with that skill so that all the monsters around you get a DP. Uh, it works exactly the same. It Has the same mechanics. It it has the super armor, the DPD buff. Uh, The flow only applies in PVE. Um, Something that's a little bit different about it is um, it has more hits, so it it, it, you can hit more times. So uh, Katana Shower is a skill that heals, but it heals per hit, whereas the old Katana Shower you only healed about like see, I think it was like 400 HP. Yeah, you only healed about 400 HP. The new one heals like a little bit more, possible like 480, almost 500 HP, because it has more hits. Is the AoE bigger? Uh, the AoE feels the same. Um, I think if I think everything about the skill is like very similar <clears throat> to their awakening counterpart, except for like the extra little bit of damage. Right. Um, and, and that that's that's about it for the
1: Kanan's skill part. the skill looks longer too.
0: Yeah, it, 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 it looks long, I feel it like long? it's just the same. I think it's just longer because the person the, pers- the g- key mode when he was showing it, he didn't have five attack speed. But when you have five attacks, it's the, it feels like it's the fast. Speed. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's still the the thing. How do you
2: feel about the new animation?
0: The new animation for yeah. katana. Yeah. It looks gorgeous. Oh yeah. my god, I love the red. It looks so like bloody, and it feels like a sat like an assassination class. You know, like you're actually yeah. out there to kill people. And uh, that's something I love about the new uh, visual effects on it. I can't wait when they add it, when they start to add the uh, sound effects because Musa's new sound effects sound gorgeous mm-hmm. for the for their, the all their new skills like the visual upgrade, and I can't wait to hear like the new sound effects for all these skills as well. So, so- I'm really hyped about that.
2: I think it's safe to say on first glance of Kimmo's video, when every ninja saw Chaos Spree in the bottom right, they were like scratching their heads. So, how does Chaos Spree work? Is it any different?
0: Okay, so Chaos Spree, back then, the old Chaos Spree, um, you cannot cancel the skill. It's a fully protected frontal guard that you can turn your camera and the frontal guard will turn uh, with you. And that that was it. Oh, new
1: technology. No, 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 no.
0: That, that that that's the old Chaos Spree. That's the same. That's the... He's being a brat. Oh, I'm sorry.
2: He's complaining about Zerker movement. <laughs> oh, okay, okay.
0: <laughs> but yeah, that that that's the old Chaos Spree. Uh, the new Chaos Spree, you can actually cancel out of now, which is really good. Um, it's like similar to Kuno's Lethal Spin, where you can't cancel at any point in the skill. You have to cancel at certain points of the skill. So you have like, at the very uh middle part of the skill, uh, you can go step out of it to keep yourself protected. So it's it's a very nice change. It's a very good quality of life change for uh, people that utilize a, um, Chaos Spree.
2: Right. And it has a uh, lot shorter it, cooldown now, right?
0: Yeah, it's a 12-second cooldown as opposed to the 25-second cooldown. So you can actually use it in PvP pretty often now as a form of frontal guard.
2: Right. So. It looks and it awesome.
0: Heals. Yeah, it looks gorgeous. Does it do I more damage,
2: love, or is the damage the exact same? Yeah,
0: it does way more damage. <laughs> okay. Think of every single skill in Succession does more damage than Awakened. Just, okay. Every single skill does more damage.
2: All right, so this new Fatal Blow movement thing.
0: <clears throat> okay, so Fatal Blow has now a new added movement uh, option to it. Um, you press W, and then you do the original Fatal Blow input, which is left mouse, right mouse button, at the same time. Uh, you can add the W input, and it allows you to dash forward and uh, it's not protected. There's no uh, there's no protection on it. Um, <clears throat> it fatal Ball now has a new AP buff. Um, you get a plus 12 AP buff while using Fatal Blow. I think this is the change so that uh, back then in Awakening, Ninjas had Seamless that gave them their, their AP buff, right? So you would right. just cast Seamless and that would give you AP buff. So now Fatal Blow is, is going to replace that. So Fatal Blow is going to be the, the one that gives the AP buff uh, on activation. You don't have to hit a target to activate this skill. Same as Seamless, you don't have to activate by hitting a target to get the buff. Uh, Fatal Blow is exactly the same. So I guess you can just use Fatal Blow as a form of movement because like the forward movement, and then it'll give you the AP buff anyways. So I think that's what... uh,
2: It kind of reminds me of uh, Midnight Stinger. Is that how it feels? Like kind of unprotected little drop
0: forward? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of.
2: of. All right, so you guys got Half Moon Slash in Shadow Slash.
0: Yeah, so our Shadow Slash is busted as fuck now because it's exactly the same as uh, Kuno's Half Moon Slash. It's a lingering super armor. Uh, It activates twice uh stamina consumption only works on the first activation of the skill so you meet you got to make sure you linger the the full skill to get the uh the full you know advantage of that skill which is the lingering super armor uh they also brought back obviously i already mentioned but they brought back lingering super armors on ninjas and uh, shadow the new shadow slash is one of them so it's a super armor now it also has a activation speed of or activate or it activates at Attack speed instantly. It's a uh, back then our old Shadow Slash only gave us five percent, or our current one. Oh, this new one gives us seven percent. So uh, very good uh, attack it. speed buff. Yeah, ninjas are really fast. They're that's really, crazy fast. Yeah.
2: All right, so Shuriken Flight, which is down Q, right? Or S Q. Yep, down Q. Um, in the current game, it does like kind of no damage.
0: No, it does like has barely a damage. Now
2: the game. new one does do damage, has a flow, and is also an SA. Is it different it's from a... the old blades because okay, so... it looks the same?
0: No, 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 no. Okay. It's 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 very similar to the old blades yes, with the float. However, the super armor only the super armor only activates on the, the left mouse or the right mouse input at the end of the skill. So Shriek of Fly actually has a new skill animation. So it does. you do shake and fight, but when you press uh, left mouse or right mouse, it does like a little forward slash movement skill or a backward slash movement depending on which input you click. And only that has super armor.
2: Got it. Okay.
0: That very end of the skill has super armor. Not the float itself. So the float itself does not have super armor. So that's All that right. was a mis, uh, misinterpretation of the skill. So we, we tested it out. And it also says on the skill that super armor on third hit, which Got means it. the very end of the skill has the super armor. Okay. so it's not as broken as I thought it was going to be because I thought I was just going to go around block jump fucking <laughs> shriek and flight and just dunk people into the ground but uh, I can't do that
2: <laughs> does the skill so feel I, any faster is the animation the exact same? it's
0: fast as shit it's okay. so fast I don't know if it was just me because I'm naturally a really fast player I don't know if it was me just moving quickly but that skill feels really fast the cancel between the shriek and flight into the input like the left mouse right mouse input is there's like it's seamless there is no gap so if you're punishing Shuriken Flight, like the, the the beginning of the skill that doesn't have super armor, you can literally just input the left mouse right away and you'll get the lingering super armor instantly. So it's freaking really good. Yeah. So I, I'm loving this skill. I think Flight is now probably one of Ninja's most powerful skills.
2: So another one that I yeah. thought was kind of interesting is uh, Moonlight, which I found kind of ironic that ninja got the changed moonlight and not kuno since kunos are the ones that actually use it pretty often
0: utilize moonlight more yep. yeah
2: um so the new moonlight floats it what's different about that skill
0: okay so the new moonlight um it does way more damage it also has an air attack now so I'll, I'll add in i'll add like another portion of that in a in a sec and um the the float is activated on the first activation of the skill so float so it says hit damage and then extra hit damage, right? So the extra hit damage is when the shurikens fly down. And the hit damage is the little uh, the, 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 the float strike at the beginning of the skill. You'll see the ninja strike upwards, and that's the float. And you can only activate the float at the very beginning of the skill. And Moonlight also has an air attack now, which is really freaking powerful. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that's the, the new skill the new the new moonlight skill it also still does the slip on the stiff on the extra hits as well
2: and it's pretty not protected fast in combos isn't it
0: yeah it is pretty fast uh that's because of the the new fox claw so fox claw now has a float in it it stiffs and it does a float, and it does an insane amount of damage like it just does so much damage and it also heals on every single hit by the way
2: right Uh, so what does fox claw cancel it or something
0: Yeah, so Foxclaw has two new inputs now, Okay, So you do the regular input, the shift right mouse button input, Okay, Now there's a flow, kind of, but it's like a new input. You either either hold left mouse button, and that will activate Black Moonlight instantly, or you press the right mouse input, and that will activate Beheading of the Dead instantly. So whenever you do a combo, you could just do like Fatal Blow, Foxclaw. And then hold left mouse and then it does the moonlight follow up. Or if you do hold the right mouse button to hold, it does the beheading input right away. So it's really powerful and it's a really easy way to deal damage. So, yeah, yeah. that
2: seems cool. Very strong. The animation is very cool. damaging. Yeah, that was yeah, a, it's gorgeous. That was another one where the Kuno's Foxclaw looks more traditional in succession. Yeah. And then this one's like that mm-hmm. blood red kind of cool animation. Mm-hmm. All right, so what are some of the hidden. Shit, that maybe we don't see just from watching these, like some of the other hidden stuff.
0: Okay, like. so the new hidden stuff that Ninja has is the new smoke screen, uh, this smoke screen movement. So back then, ninjas, I <clears throat> most ninjas have uh, been able to do this for a while now. So you basically just do smoke screen, you press spacebar again for concealment, and then you ghost step, and that's like that's like the the the, the bread and butter type of movement that ninjas have been using for a while now. Um, the new movement with Smokescreen is now when you press Smokescreen instead of pressing Spacebar again, you can just press the right mouse button, and that will move you forward like a little dash. And this this movement is fully protected. I don't know how effective it is. I don't know if it's fully super armor, but when I tested it, it was I couldn't get CC during this this movement. Um, and so Ninja does like a little forward dash, and then he does like the hands. Like the hand seals waves when you know, like the beginning of Shadow Slomp, mm-hmm. Uh the slow animation. He does like the little hand seal. You know what I'm talking right, about? Right, right. Yep. He like waves his hands around. Yeah. So smoke screen. When you do smoke screen, you could do that, and it does that little hand seal. And if you input Shadow Slomp, it casts it. it casts it instantly. instantly. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So that's the last well, one of the new movement skills. The new the, the other two. This these ones are not shown. Um, neither was the smoke screen. Um, if you press uh, Ankle Cutter, you can actually press a right mouse input now and it does a little hop. And this is lingering super armor, full lingering super armor. So you press ankle cutter, it utilizes the cooldown of ankle cutter, okay? And then when you press, when you press right mouse button, it move, it jumps the character forward. He does like a little hop. Think of like a double jump, but like right. a hop. And is yeah, and can- then he does like a Is that associated sorry? with any skill? Does that put a skill on cooldown? No, down? it's it's it 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 does it's not associated with any skill. It's just like an activation after ankle cutter, so it utilizes the ankle cutter cooldown. So it's a 10 second cooldown.
2: Nice. That's really yeah. fucking cool.
0: Yep. So that's the new ankle cutter uh, movement. And you can also do Crescent Slash, also right mouse button. And that's another movement that's the ex- the, that's uh, very similar to the ankle cutter one. And that's another movement option as well. And that's a and if They don't cooldown. share cooldowns. They nice. don't share cooldowns. It's not the same cooldown. The little hop is not a cooldown at all. It's only it utilizes the Crescent cut Slash cooldown, which is uh, seven seconds. That's pretty cool. Yeah.
2: See, that's why I like. I mean, I love like these random little new mechanics in Succession. Yeah. It's freaking crazy. Yeah. That's fun. Man, I can't wait. Like one of the things that has me so excited about is just right now it's like there's 16 classes you kind of have to be prepared for, but it feels like it's going to yeah. f- be more like 32 once Succession comes out. Yeah.
0: When Succession comes out. Yeah.
2: Because I think it's fun, like not just playing something new, but also playing against something new <laughs> is just going to make it feel fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, does it have any, uh, any new, like, buffs that go on your buff bar? Like, I don't know if you saw the shadow stacks that go on, like, Kuno. Does it have anything like that? No,
0: we, we don't have that, the shadow stacks that Kuno's have. Whereas Kuno's is, uh, whenever you use a shadow skill, you get a minus 20 DPD buff on your target, whatever that skill hits. Um, ninjas don't have anything like that, unfortunately. And I think that's fine. Because <laughs> our, our kit for Succession is really p- fucking powerful right now. So, All Right. Yeah. I noticed
2: one of the complaints. I don't think people realize that you can still use your pre-awakening kit as long as it's not in the succession. Because I, I, I saw yeah, someone you, complaining to, yeah. that Ninja doesn't have Shadow Stomp anymore. I'm like, no, it still has Shadow yeah, Stomp. You still have it. You just, yeah. It's just not a succession version. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, There's part of me that thinks... Because I, I see what you're saying. Obviously, PVE, I think it's going to be ridiculous. Because it just yep. seems like... Blatantly obvious that it's just hard hitting nukes. But, um, it does, like, I don't know. It seems like with practice, if you can get, like, a really good movement combo down that you can start doing without thinking that
0: it might actually be pretty good in 1v1. I I have been practicing a lot of movement combos, but I still don't think it's the same as having a frontal guard with C swapping because C swapping is literally one second cooldown twice. You can use it twice, right? right? Because you can see swap to awakening and then C swap back to pre awakening, and that's like two forms of frontal guard right and the the succession doesn't have any frontal guard that you could utilize like that right because when in doubt as a ninja when you pvp whenever you feel uncomfortable you just c swap in the direction of your opponent and they're going to cast a skill that lands into you right whether your block is broken or not right you get you have that fail safe that fail safe uh option in succession you don't have that right and i was pvp'ing a lot with one of my friends like another high level ninja and we both took turns swapping to awakening so we went to play an Awakening spec against the Succession Ninja, and then we reversed it. We would be like Succession versus Awakening, and we wanted to see how well Succession works. And Succession was, we found out that most of Succession was primarily um, just essay trading, right? Because like, your engages aren't as effective as have, having Silent Charge Mergers intent, right? right? And um in succession, you don't have that option, so it was really hard landing a CC like a, a CC on a fast-moving ninja in Awakening. And most of the CCs that I tried to land um, ended up going into his block, so it was actually pretty hard to land a CC. Obviously, I'm not I'm not as adept as my Awakening right, ninja, right. right? But like I, I feel as though that's going to be something that's going to be hard to um, to do uh, you, overcome. Is do, the frontal guard.
2: do you think if it just had an S block? it would kind of solve that a little bit. It's not the same.
0: It's, it's not the same because uh, the problem with S-blocking is um, you get stuck in block stun whenever something hits you. Like, who knows, Q-block. Whenever something hits you, you get stuck in Q-block. Right? Until the, either the skill is ended or you're, like, mashing stuff to get out of it. Right? Like, the tiny little gaps. Whereas if you S-block, it, it would be, it, we'd have the same problem. Like, getting stuck in hit stun is really difficult to get out of, to maneuver out of. So, I thought we were supposed to have some kind of C-swap, but um it's unfortunate that we don't have that. I think that's okay though. Um there's probably different more options that I haven't uh discovered yet. Like I think Shadow Slash is gonna be the new playstyle with Ninja. You know how Kuno just they went in doubt, they half moon. Right. Ninja's gonna be doing the same thing, I feel. So
2: Yeah. Plus yeah. I mean I don't know if how closely you follow the global app, but in the last like four to eight weeks, like every single week they add like huge balance changes to the successions that are already out. So I'm I'm sure they're yeah. gonna keep changing stuff and gonna be, try to yeah make there's it gonna be more changes yeah for sure. Um, what are your thoughts kind on the the Kuno Succession overall?
0: Um, I didn't get a chance to play it that much because I was just <laughs> playing Ninja Succession so much. Uh, but I do have some friends that have been playing it, and uh, they give me a lot of input, and I've seen mm. it. Um, Kuno unfortunately doesn't have as many uh movement options as the new Succession Ninja does. And I think that's going to be a big... Um, it's going to feel really restricted playing the Succession Kuno. I don't know if there's going to be added movement in the future for the Succession Kuno. But at the current state, there's very little movement options other than you know your usual go step, right? Well, so here's the thing. Yeah. I, I was thinking that at first, too.
2: I mean, I was talking with a few other Kuno's. So on first glance, kind of the same as you. I was like, this is not... That good when I first saw Kimo's video mm-hmm. just demoing <laughs> Kuno, but some of the, I don't know yeah. you probably know all this stuff, but like Dance Macabre can be canceled with Kunai throw, yeah. mm-hmm. which is really cool, and the distance is actually further. And the interesting interesting thing about that is that the lingering essay on Dance Macabre in Succession is really long,
3: which is oh, kind of cool.
2: Um, yeah. Tendon Cutter at the end of it, I don't know what the key input is for it, but it has like a a boss slaughter mechanic. I don't know mm-hmm. if you saw that, so at the end you can basically boss slaughter, and the whole thing is SA if you have someone in your crosshair at the oh. end of and Cutter, which is kind of a nice mm-hmm. like little movement. Plus, Kuno yeah. has the uh, the Ankle Cutter, which almost looks like Murder Intent, although still obviously yeah. a 10-second cooldown. Um, 13
0: seconds, I think. Is it yeah, 13? 13 they, seconds? They increase 13. it? Oh, rip. Yeah, it's sad. Um, and then Crescent Slash uh, also has a forward movement as well. Yeah,
2: Crescent Slash as yeah. well. And then I'm trying to think. Oh, uh and then Flash Slash has like a weird movement in the beginning of it as well.
0: So I don't know. It's like uh, yeah. it's more stationary place style, it seems. And then you have like a burst of movement and right. back to the very stationary place style. So but, it's not as the it's not as the as fluid as Awakening Kuno uh once was.
3: Yeah.
2: But at least Kuno's preawakening has a Q block that doesn't get you blocked locked because it's uh it's like Tamer's yeah. Q block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it's still does it still use stamina? I don't even know. If it does, it's it gonna stamina. be hard. It does. Yeah. It does use stamina. Um but yeah, the playstyles are so different. So I I'm I'm really excited.
0: Oh, me too. I, I, I can't wait to try it out. I, I think succession will be really strong as people get more comfortable and accustomed to using it. So I can't
1: wait. Um, yeah, dude, I, I might go Ninja Succession. You like how it looks? Yeah, yeah. Well, Ninja Succession I, is really fun. I've said it before, but I, I really enjoy the Ninja Pre Awakening. The Awakening is kind it kind of lost me, honestly. So the Succession like allowing me to play more Pre Awakening style, and it looks really good. It seems like it's a lot of fun. Like it, it might be something I would seriously consider playing, honestly.
2: Yeah. The animations are cool, dude. That the all the like you were saying the sound effects and the new animations have me so hyped, dude. Yeah, I can't wait.
1: <coughs> there the was the uh... katana shower looks so nice. I know we already talked about it, but seriously, yeah. that thing looks so good.
2: You you think that little side shuriken malice thing is going to be viable? It looks like it's pretty fast. The A and DQ. Yeah,
0: it's really fast because you can cancel it.
2: That... Right. And then that one has a six-second cooldown. The other one's mm-hmm. three. Yeah. That's uh, no, cool. no,
0: no. The the new six. The new... oh they. Yeah, they, I'm,
2: well, I'm they looking at it in it. Anders' video. So ma- the succession malice is three-second cooldown, and the little side hop one is six seconds.
0: Yeah. The the, the the malice is a three second cooldown and then, right. yep. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty cool.
2: Um I wonder if there's more like hidden stuff that hasn't been discovered as far as like how crescent slash and then you press R and B or whatever after to dash. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's more stuff like Just that. have to
0: keep yeah, you just have to keep reading and like testing out random stuff.
2: Yeah. Alright. Well, succession I think we're getting it this month, at least the uh the first couple. Or not this month, but December. I hope so, yeah. Next month. Like
1: uh, they randomly dropped a Warrior trailer the other day. Yeah, so.
2: and SEA announced Ranger and Warrior coming to SEA on the 4th of December. So we'll see, hopefully. It, it'd be sad if they get it before us. We were like a year ahead of them, and now, now they're ahead of us in content. That's funny. Um. All right, let's move on. I actually have to piss real quick, but sure.
3: I'll, I'll be right back.
1: Alright, so uh, the next thing is a bit of like a news. It was actually on Global Test Lab for the longest time, and I honestly forgot about it, but mm-hmm. you can now get the ogres and trolls mm-hmm. in the siege, and in you can siege. control them. Yeah. yeah, you can control them and use them <laughs> to break gates, I guess. Is that the main function of them? I don't know.
0: Uh, okay, so my understanding of this new ogre is that it soaks damage, right? So I think the most difficult thing was sieging a castle that has, like, assuming Snake, right? Trying to siege castle, and you have, like, all these freaking 300 AP Zergers and Archers and Mages throwing skills down at you the entire time. And I think the purpose of having this troll or this ogre is so that you throw them in, in front of you, and they soak all the damage. That way you can run behind them and siege the castle a lot easier. Right, and they, they they do their job by just taking up all the damage, so that your push doesn't get wiped like instantly. So I think it allows for sieging castles a lot easier. Is my understanding of it. Um, there's probably different uses for it though, but that's my initial understanding of um, what these uh what these uh, these ogres and trolls are are going to be used for.
1: It'll be really interesting to see how people utilize them today. They look really yeah. funny. Oh, well, I guess I'm breaking the fourth wall a little bit. We're we're recording this Saturday morning. That's what I mean by today.
2: (laughs) Dude, like, the one thing I don't, because it says, um, like, basically castle holders can't use them. But I don't know what good is it going to do attacking a castle, because it's not like, unless it's super tanky, I don't know how long it can live. I guess if you're pushing in a gate, you can start CCing people at the gate yeah I a just it's
1: about... gonna be hella tanky yeah but... i think it's i think it's meant what to
0: would... soak damage against like all the 300 ap players and you just put it in front of your push and you push behind it and it just soaks up like all the damage well what you put would it in the like, point the of the push
1: like like t- like tell me this it it's got to be at least like minimum twice as tanky as a tier 2 le otherwise what's the point of it
0: Oh yeah, it's gonna be really tanky. It's I think it's yeah. meant to just be in in with your ball so that you can push castles without having your push getting wiped by like three three hundred AP players. <laughs> so I think it's just there to absorb damage so that you can run in behind them and then actually siege.
1: But it also has so. abilities too, doesn't it? Like you can yeah, like I think it does boulders or some shit. I think. Mm-hmm.
0: And I what? think the boulders are meant for like CC, so you can throw the boulder on top and like CC, you know, people that are on top, so that your push doesn't get like fully KD'd by like one player. Hole has a video from like a, a while back when they were on Global Lab of him
2: running around the world. Oh, <laughs> yes, yeah. right, Yeah, I, you can
0: uh, hop into the ogre.
2: Yeah, you'll hop like, right, like you hop in and control it. You can, yeah. Apparently it appears like the UI appears for everyone can see the ogre on the map and there's a UI that appears in the top left to take control of it. I -hmm. don't know if it's like officers only, but it'd be annoying if some idiot normal member grabs it and is like, dude, can you please get out of the red? nose?" (laughs) It looks pretty cool, though, actually. Mm -hmm. I bet it'd be satisfying as hell to do that belly flop on a group of people. (laughs) I
1: agree. Yeah, dude. it'll be. I'm I'm very very interested to see how the guilds utilize it. This is the type of large scale stuff that's really interesting to me. Is like adding new mechanics in and seeing how the players are going to utilize it. You know.
2: Yeah. Is this going to be? The... Is it castle only, or can you use it on Serendia and
0: Balanos too? I'm not sure. Yeah,
1: it doesn't. Really I start. am also unsure. But uh. I was really disappointed that like the ballista isn't like super useful.
3: I
0: think it's because it's it requires too much commitment. Uh it needs to be more user-friendly. Like you need to be able to use it from different scenarios a lot. Easier. You need to be able to build it quicker, you need to be able to place it quicker. Um it, it's just it's too clunky. Right? It just needs a quality of life change where you can just place it. You know, anywhere. Right. You have like, yeah, you have like a set limit that you can that you can only place at a time. Then you just place it. You can either pick it up, drag, like run somewhere else, place it, and then start using it. And I think that would make it a lot easier to use. Um, but
2: yeah. All right. Should we do the uh the Korean bands on uh grinders? Yeah. All right. Okay, so just to set up the premise or the the scenario this week. Pearl Abyss banned 51 accounts for account sharing, um, and I think it was specifically tied to people that paid money to have someone else grind on their account, so not necessarily like my wife was playing on my account, now I'm banned. Um, so obviously now the fear or concern or hope depending on where you stand is that (laughs) is that this is going to come to north america uh what are let's i'll start with you yellow what is kind of your thoughts on this? should players be banned for account sharing and having someone grind on their account and how
0: should they go about doing that i think korea is going in the right direction banning you know people that grind on their accounts i think it's perfectly fine perfectly fair it's just it allows players to gear up so incredibly fast because they have someone grinding on their account, especially if your account is like pretty geared, right? You can grind in like the high-end places, and you can literally make the same money for like in that hour, like 130 mil an hour, 24 hours a day, right? Right, and you can literally get pens once a week, no problem. You, like buying them, you know, you're not even gonna have like no one has. That's the old meta, you don't enhance anymore. Um, and you just buy pens every single week. So yeah. uh, it's definitely gonna change the face of BDO in NA for sure. There's a lot of people that um that abuse us. So Rez. Your thoughts?
1: Um Yeah, I think I'm for it. I'm not I'm not as strong as most people probably are that are for it, but I think it's overall healthy for the game. I know people are going to be upset, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I I think it's a good direction for the game to go in. And I saw, like, I've been seeing a lot of things where it's like, well, the game's, like, pay-to-win anyway, so, like, what does it matter? It's just another form of pay-to-win. It's like, yeah, but at least when somebody's, like, you know, like, buying costumes, that money's going to the development of the game, at least. You know what I mean? And the costumes
2: are going to the community. Yeah, but yeah, it, I mean, I, yeah, that's not even really a good argument because the cost benefit difference is so massive of buying costumes right. and selling them versus it's paying so someone much to more
1: grind. Pay to win to use a yeah
2: I mean, you can buy costumes all you want, you're not buying a pen every single week with costume selling, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. unless
1: you're that guy, unless you're that guy that plays in uh, South America, is like Russia. A, a, I think it was Russia.
0: Oh uh, right. yeah, yeah, the whatever. guy that like he buys like thirty costumes. Uh, yeah, I just yeah.
1: know there's some prince that spends like thousands and thousands of dollars every week. <laughs> oh okay, okay, maybe That's that is someone pretty else. insane.
2: Thank God. <laughs> um,
1: I think I thought it was S A. Maybe it was, no, it, uh, it might be,
2: it might be. I was thinking of someone. The guy I was thinking of was just a normal dude. He's not a prince. He just uh. He spent like $300,000 melt- selling costumes <laughs> on the Russian Jesus server. Jesus Christ. That's the funny thing, too, is he wasn't even full pen. Yikes. Um, Yikes, indeed. So my thing is this, because I, I definitely think people should be banned for it. And I definitely kind of I hate people that use it, because I think it's uh it's way 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 too much of an advantage if you compare it to what the competition is so obviously like we all have the same chance of making 100 mil an hour when we're actively playing right like grinding and using our loot scrolls and yada 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 so cool afk money is really dog shit like afk fishing afk any of that you go to work for eight hours you come back at most at most you made like 50 mil Right. Like if you are really, really efficient, yeah, that's like absolutely high end. And these people are making that in just 30 minutes. (laughs) Yep. So the advantage is just way too big. So I do think people should be banned and I think that they should be strict, but I think that they have to be like really, really clear about it. Because one of the issues I see is they've allowed it to happen now for two straight years where no one was getting banned for it because this is not like a brand new thing it's just now people are so comfortable with it because they've never done anything about it that it's like just becoming more and more common it's a norm
1: yeah you yeah. have people yeah. openly talking about it in game right you now there's yes. people that are literally
2: like oh, oh that my was my God. peanut I, yeah i've heard so many people like oh i was like dude why were you ignoring me yesterday like oh dude i was at work that was my peanut and i'm just like oh. it's like no one even cares That's anymore yeah, no, it's just normal. totally normal. So I it's think normal conversation. <laughs> if they do it, I, I honestly think that they have to, I don't know, like it's I'm just, this is just a suggestion, not saying it's for sure the best thing to do, but I almost feel like if it's retroactive, it's going to be a huge backlash. I almost feel like they have to basically announce, hey, going forward, we're taking this very seriously. If someone else is grinding on your account, you are going to be banned. And then from that point forward, if they catch anyone doing it, they ban people. Yeah. I almost feel like that's how fair. they have to do it. I think that would be fair. Yeah. I seriously think there will be like hundreds, if not thousands, of people banned if they just boom, like, all right, we're getting everyone at once. <laughs> Although I would like to see how that results. That would be crazy. Like a zombie apocalypse. I would like zombie to see more fucking memes. Dude. Like, Reddit, Reddit is
0: going to explode. <laughs>
1: you would see clash in valencia that's all i'm gonna say (laughs) right all the siege guilds have 40 members in it we go in valencia boys
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah um i mean one, one of the other things too and i this goes both ways and i don't fully understand like economy as much as someone like jeffy the wise that can figure out like how everything affects everything else but if i'm saving up and grinding my ass off like five six seven eight hours a day which is not easy to do especially when there's other shit to do when you want to be like PvPing and doing fun stuff if i'm spending that much time grinding and the price of really expensive items are going up and up and up because i can't compete with the amount of silver that people that are paying other people to grind have like that that sucks so it's not just like oh this guy has more power than me it's also like i can't even buy the stuff i want because it's sold out and the price is skyrocketing because i can't grind fast enough to keep up with these people so uh, that part i really hate so i I despise it if they banned everyone me personally i wouldn't care i just know like if they instantly banned everyone i just know that the community would be like up in arms and you'd have like 50 people that are like i did not this is a wrongful ban." you know what i mean like that those posts would be everywhere
1: no matter what happened like, if they go through with this in any sort of way, you're going to see at least 20 posts on Reddit in, like, the first fucking week. Yeah. I was wrongfully banned. It's like, okay, dude, how <laughs> how often has this happened, like, over the course of, like, history? Like, I feel like it's, like, one in a thousand of these claims are legitimate, so. Yeah.
2: Man, it, it's gotten so out of hand, though. Like, it actually does kind of bother me. It's yeah it's fucking
0: crazy. yeah, but that I think that's the it's just the same for any MMOs. It's been like that for years now, every every mMO every game has some kind of uh account boosting, so yeah, it's that's... just really hard to uh regulate that
3: yeah. so if they fix this, then they just
1: need to figure out how to fix uh speed hackers easy peasy
0: I think speed hackers should probably take priority because speed hackers has you know been in the game for way too long, yeah, it's been in the game. Before Shadow Arena was out, and it's still here.
2: They uh speaking of bans, also this week they deleted so four people got banned in North America for like botting really? and speed hacking or whatever, and they yeah. deleted five pen black stars from the server. And three pen distortions. Three pen distortions. Yep. <laughs> oh my goodness.
0: Uh do you see the screenshot? They refunded the uh pen Star for thirty-five billion. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I wonder if they can get a refund from the service they bought it from too. I <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's crazy too. Five black stars—they're like illegitimately made. Uh, I wonder if they banned D field. It, mm.
3: it makes
1: you think what else is out there, dude. That was like illegitimately game, yeah. you know.
2: Yeah, I think Huntler had like. I don't, I'm not sure if he talked about it on the Beyond the Screen podcast, but I saw one of his Reddit posts kind of detailing the system where it's like they basically have like speed hackers just grinding all day and just literally enhancing because th- there's no risk, right? Because you have just a bot yeah. that's running it. And then you just enhance. And then finally, when you make a black star, you sell it to someone for IRL money.
1: Right. It's like imagine if like you just go about your normal day, you come back in 10 hours and then you just managed to AFK get 10 billion silver. You
3: know, yeah.
1: it's like, you're definitely going to make shit with that eventually. <laughs>
2: um, I also feel, cause I'm trying to buy a Tet distortion hearing, and I also feel like some of those people that lost their black stars are now buying up all the Tet distortions and there's none on the market. It makes me sad. <laughs> 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 uh, um, yeah, outside of that, I don't know. Anything else kind of cool happen?
0: In terms of the bands?
2: Well, well, the bands are the coolest thing to happen. Success, <laughs> dude. I don't know. There's so much cool stuff coming. We got the new class. We got potentially Obviously, new. For Guardian too, yeah. Yeah, new zone. I wonder. <laughs> I, that's the other thing. I can't. I keep like mulling in my head, how are they gonna release the new class? Is it gonna have a succession? Is it gonna release with succession and rebams and absolutes and awakening? Like, how are they gonna do that? I don't do think that?
0: so. I think I don't think they're gonna do that right away. It's gonna be similar to like how all the old classes were released. They would release like pre awakening first, and then the awakening like a couple weeks later
1: or something. And and then- I don't know. Oh. Archer was released with its awakening. Kinda. It was like half-assed yeah, awakening.
0: Kinda. Yeah. It wasn't like fully released, like fully activated.
2: Like, Dude. We had a friend, you you know Dreamery Res. Yeah. So he no, no uh, I don't know Dreamery. Well, he when Archer came out, he rolled to Archer, and he thought that you could unlock all the Awakening skills by finishing the Awakening quest. He didn't realize it wasn't in the game, so he was trying to figure out how to unlock it, and he went and did the full Calpheon and Media quest line, and then realized oh my after that <laughs> you can't you can't get it because it just wasn't in the game yet, dude. It was so funny
0: feels bad dude oh shit. my god that really sucks <laughs> <laughs> that shit was
2: funny um yeah but i don't know is there anything i guess uh we got our tournament coming up
1: mm-hmm. yep yeah so let's I'm talk really excited, a little man. bit about that so our tournament is on the 8th yellow your tournament is on the 20 28 Twenty eighth. okay yeah. um, so
0: i wanted to talk to frosty about this because mm-hmm. um I was gonna ask you, like, if you get a really good showing, I can just pause my tournament and then just keep the registrations up and then just do it the following month, like after Christmas break. I can easily do that. Like, it's not a big deal for me to do that.
2: So, um, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to be as part, as much part of both as I can. I don't even care when yours is. I'll be there. Yeah, yeah I, so. I just love tournaments. So yeah. I don't- for me they weren't happening often enough which is kind of why we even came up with it like it's funny because when we first talked about it it was like man there hasn't been a tournament yeah the bsl died and we're like dude we should do a tournament like something even if it's not much prize money it would be kind of cool just to get people to compete in something compete yep um
1: and, and then, then we they had, had the one year, the one year anniversary of the podcast coming up, so we were like, "Oh, we can make it about that, like a celebratory event, basically."
2: Right. Mm-hmm. And then the and then they had that cacao one last week, and then you announced know, yours, and I was like, "Oh, that's it's funny how that works out." <laughs> but um, yeah, man, I'm excited. I think how many teams do we have now? I think there's like 13 teams. There's still a week to register,
0: and oh yeah, you guys are gonna you guys are gonna fill up for sure. And the Wait, teams is are there? stacked. Yeah,
2: there's hold, hold on, hold where on, Are they?
1: I thought Some I, I only checked. Stacked, I, Last time I checked, there was only 10. Let me check.
2: No, I saw, I'm pretty sure yesterday morning there was 12. Unless someone unsigned. Can you on a sign up? Maybe someone unsigned up. No, there's
1: only 10.
2: Oh, there's only you're, 10? Am I blind? You're counting, you're oh, am I looking the at the number? Much.
3: Yeah,
1: they don't. <laughs> there you I gotta is. subtract two from the number. No, don't make me do math, dude.
2: I hate spreadsheets. <laughs>
0: Are you allowed yeah, to show so. who the teams are? Because you said it was really stacked. Like, are you allowed to reveal who, like, who the other teams
2: well, are? Well, there's this guy Yellow in it with General <laughs> <laughs> Uh
3: yeah, That's a pretty
2: stacked <laughs> team. I'm just hoping, like, yeah. the the all-time great ninja slayer, Laven, hopefully he doesn't come take you guys out again, dude. He's he's battled his way <laughs> Wait, through we block dump.
0: We're actually tied in tournament. We're actually tied in tournament. I beat him in BSL 3v3. <laughs> and, uh, now he, he beat me so it's it's one one. so i gotta i gotta get my i gotta break the get the tie break
2: yeah um i mean dildo dragon's team is in there, and that's always like a f- scary
0: ass team he's uh, as he the strongest team, team right now yeah. yeah he's his team is the strongest team right now currently
1: yeah so we what I planned on doing is once registrations are complete, I was gonna just like post it so that everybody can see it, mm-hmm. but if people ask, then I'll tell them I don't really care. Um
0: is Levin gonna be in this
1: tournament? He hasn't signed up. Yeah, he hasn't signed up yet. I, I told uh
0: I told Vib, his third Kuno, to uh, sign up with them, but he's like, oh Levin's gonna go with another team, and I was like, oh damn, why is he kicking the player that carried Uh-oh. his team? Yeah, I'm curious. He's gonna go with uh Sir Zamar and Captain. Nice. Yeah, yeah I'm so hoping you know, but Kinner, he just hasn't signed up yet.
2: Kinner was he's considering signing up. I'm a so yeah, actually...
0: Funniest thing about that, um, Kinner was supposed to join our team, but uh, he has like a lot of PC problems. Because he's been crashing a lot, so I was like, okay, if you can find another third, then like you can just like stick with like General Moores because it, it was originally General Moores and Kinner was gonna like we we're gonna try them both out for our team, but uh, kinner has been having like a lot of PC problems. So. Right,
1: I'm a Kenner so so boy, dude. From the, the old teams days, right now there's ten Kenner, of them. Bro. Yeah, Dildo's team, your team, I think this is a Vexis team. Uh yeah. Altrivalen. uh yeah that's Ashton.
0: Ash yeah yeah Ash Celeste.
1: Uh, and then there's a Star Chiefs team mm-hmm. I don't know who that is from uh, well, uh yeah from uh what's the guild War Titan I think is their name okay they used to be War Torn I think they renamed
3: mm-hmm.
1: um and then there is uh let's see oh it's Jordan's team which is uh, Jordan, Chris, and uh, Edo, I think.
2: Snoot? Jordan, Snurtle. Snurtle. No, no, no. Snurdle. No.
3: His buddy oh. Snurtle. Okay.
1: Yeah. Clash people, basically. Um, and then there's mm-hmm. Oof's team, who's another Clash member. He's with uh, Zingtian, which I think is... Is that Zach? That's not Zack, is it? No, that's Tiger. Oh, Tiger! That'll be scary. No, 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 no! That's not Tiger. Tiger's family name is Tiger, isn't it? Yeah. That Actually. name is so familiar. Who is that? Saintian? Why is that name so familiar? I don't know. Anyway, is it Swid? Uh, no, yeah. it's not Swid. No, 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 no. Swid's family name is Swidex, isn't it? I don't know. But then there's another clash team: Zero, Colton, and Bez. And then there is uh, Sammy's team, which is Sammy, Rage, yeah, and then
2: Bear. By the way, how toxic is that? That I can't get Sammy to come out of fucking Arcage to Archeage. join the three v three tournament with me for Cacao with like a ton of real money, <laughs> and then like in this tournament he joins a different team. What the fuck?
0: <laughs> Sammy's joining a different team. He's not playing with you.
2: No, he's in. Uh, it's gonna be him, this guy Bear, and uh, Rage. So it's striker, striker, Sork, Ninja, Bear's like. He's questionable on far as talent, but Rage is actually like. He's one of those sleeper good fucking strikers. He's so goddamn good. Like in 1v1s, he
0: actually yeah, might be strikers the best. Are, gauntlets are fucking strong as shit in AOA, man. Yeah. Every team that has a gauntlet is a very, very dangerous team. Because they could just sit in front line and just soak damage, CC, and absorb, and they have a grab. Like, yeah. such a strong frontliner.
1: Um, and then um i don't know who this is maybe you guys know kiv beta mediah castle and full Foreskin. <laughs> full
2: foreskin. that's I what it know. is man i don't know what, did i'm not, you not say sure, foreskin? Oh,
3: I'm not sure.
1: <laughs> it's literally it's literally full underscore oh, force right. like star wars force and then ken so it's pronounced full foreskin. Right. i love it dude it's that's
2: gonna be hard. it's dildo foreskin finals dude
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Go then ahead. uh the tenth team right now is a B and team. Blade Nero. Cool. Okay.
2: Yeah, so potentially Laven will sign up and then uh Kinner and we'll I I'll, hope he does. I'm gonna push uh kind of advertise a little bit more this week to get some people in there.
3: Yeah.
1: I was going to as What well. if you get
0: more than sixteen teams? What are you, are you gonna just lock out at 16? Lockout. Sorry.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah,
2: we we'll lock out at 16, but we'll put a reserve in case a team like bails last minute. We'll probably yeah. try to get like a couple teams reserved just in case. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I'm excited, it'll be fun.
3: Yeah,
0: I love tournaments, man. I wish there was more. We do That's have why to... I made my own tournament series, so I'm pretty happy. <laughs> you
2: reminded me though yeah. about Vel. I gotta I gotta talk to Nash and you wrestler about that. We might have oh, to yeah, do a a Vel. a a Vel break. A little intermission during bell.
3: Uh, Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. Shouldn't be too bad. It's only like 30 minutes or whatever.
0: Well, it's you said it's only going to be 16 teams, right? So I don't think it'll be that long of a tournament. Right. Because the charity tournament lasted like four hours, and there was 32 teams. Oh, okay. 38 teams, sorry.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but also we're scuffed as fuck, so who knows
3: what's going to
2: happen. Um. Yeah, but after, like, so sign up for the tournament if you haven't, if you're interested in PvP, and then after the fact, like, Yellow's tournament is going to, you're going to be doing it every single month, right? Once a month?
0: Yeah, I want to do it once a month. That's the consensus that a lot of people wanted. is yeah. once a month.
2: So let's try to grow that, too. Get more tournament Hell shit yeah. to do in the community. That shit's fun. Calm down. Gives us something to talk about on the show, too. Having tournament winners. Um, yep. Yeah. Anything else you want to go over, Rez? Before we go to comments? Up, oh. he's out. He's muted. Um, <laughs> man, I do you. What do you think they're gonna do for? I'm like, can't wrap my head around what are they gonna do for Wizard and Witch Succession? I'm actually super interested. Um,
0: Wizard and Witch Awakening is really strong,
3: so yeah.
2: it's
0: really hard to find a balance between not making it too broken and making it like good enough so that people that try succession won't be as bad so i think it's gonna be really hard to find that balance as a as a developer
2: there's this part of me that's hoping it's like a 1v1 spec that would be so sick that would be really sorry
1: i just came back whiz -whiz
2: succession if it ended up being oh yeah that'd be cool um man but the the my only issue with it being like if Ninja Succession's super good at PvE but they still kind of want to use their awakening for siege and node war and 1v1s or whatever like they need if that's how it's going to be going forward they need to like make the skill resets not cost anything
0: So I had an idea about that. So in Blade and Soul, there was a, I don't know if you guys play Blade and Soul, Mm -hmm. but (laughs) um, they had a, like a pearl shop item or whatever, and you buy it and it's basically a skilled tab and you can expect the tab to PVE and a PVP. So I, my guess is in BDO, you can have the exact same tab. And when you go PVP, you just click your Awakening tab when you're out of combat, and it just switches all your skills to like your pre-made skill list, skill tree. That's your Awakening tab. And then when you want to go grind, you use your Succession tab. You just click your PVE tab, and it just switches all your skills to Succession, just like seamlessly out of com- when you're out of combat. Yeah. And uh, it's like a it's like a ten second cooldown or whatever if it needs to be. And yeah, I but think they
1: be, can't make money off of that. Well, they would be in the Pearl Shop.
0: <laughs> yeah, you'd have to buy a skill tab, right? Otherwise, you either have to stick with one. That's going
1: to be a hell of an expensive skill tab. That's
0: fine. And if it's like, I don't think it'll be like fifty dollars skill tab. I think it'll just be like 10 dollars on it. I don't mind paying that. Whoa,
1: dude, what? If they're going to require skill resets to change every time you want to swap between like succession and fucking awakening, those cost what? Eleven bucks, I think. Oh, right? well, yeah, but I meant but like that's the skill 30,
0: tab. That's a
2: thirty-day yeah. one though. And you also can get it for free with loyalties for 1000 or whatever, 2000 It would
0: be annoying to have to always pay for the skill tabs or the skill resets, so I think a skill tab would be more beneficial to most no,
2: players. No,
1: I agree, but my point is that if that's going to be a permanent thing, it's going to be at least like
2: $100. I mean, the tent's not even $100. I don't know. Yeah, I... but
1: the, t- the tent doesn't allow you to literally change your gameplay. <laughs>
2: kind of does. Dude, I, I, I would know, love $100? it. $100. That would, I, there's not even anything else in there that's 100 bucks except for like a whole swap to another class.
0: Yeah. I would love <laughs> it if I had the the skill change skill tabs. Because oh yeah. That would be dope. I think, I think would that be, would be really helpful.
1: I think it would be a good idea. Absolutely. That I don't know. There is part of me though
2: that wishes like kind of hopes there's like well, I don't know. I guess it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I think that would be cool. It would just be fun, man. It would make it so like your class just feels like two separate classes and you can switch in and out. Yeah, members. there's
0: more there's more you know, individualism. There's more people that can do their own thing, right? Not everyone is playing the exact same spec all right. the time. You know, you're going to see like oh, there's a ninja. Oh shit, he's a succession ninja in PvP. Yo, oh, this is hype. Let's go. Right? You know, yeah. there's, there's there's just different <laughs> options now and I think variety in MMOs is really important to have. Well, that's the other thing too that'll
2: be kind of cool to see is like when you're talking about like a best like oh the best Sork is blank, but the best succession sork is blank like that. Yeah, exactly. That'll be cool. That's gonna be
0: so cool. Yeah. I know. It's just more people playing. Reslark. And, yeah, and ultimately you Yeah. And ultimately I think if you Yeah, if you want a healthy game, you want to have a lot of people playing it.
1: What'd you say about me, bitch? Yeah,
0: shit. You'll just still be a cube bot no matter what happens. <laughs> watch. Watch cube zerker. Succession cube of zerker will be
1: <laughs> yeah dude one of the it's awakening skills we get in succession is q buff
0: <laughs> it's gonna be so sick i'm telling you zirker's Zerker, succession is gonna be dope they're gonna have like some kind of movement skill that you're just gonna fall in love with.
1: i know i've said this before but uh i really don't see myself playing succession berserker regardless of what <laughs> we it is dude all
3: seen it, yet. it has to do
1: dude, you know, is have
2: cool literally- animations and you'll be sold in a second
1: Literally, the reason I play Berserker is for the canon. Like, that is why I enjoy this class and why I find it so fun. That's true.
2: Maybe you'll be like sucked the, in by the witch or wizard succession.
1: The, I mean, quite possibly, yeah. Like, I, I honestly, like, there's the successions have added a lot to uh, my reroll plate. I might be as bad as Frosty once the shit comes out, honestly.
2: <laughs> Dude, I've actually, like,. This is the longest I've been content with the class in a long time. Like, I actually really like Kuna. You know, one of the issues I had with Kuna and the reason I rolled off it before is I was one of the ones kind of struggling in PvE. But I was watching a video. There's some people that came up with really cool new skill rotations for Histria, Starzone, and Secrea that are really, really effective. And now it's just made it way less tedious for me. So I actually haven't even felt mm. the urge to reroll in a while.
1: Dude, I have been fighting off the reroll urges here lately.
2: Yeah, I know especially your, last your siege. Dude.
1: Last siege was miserable.
2: I was thinking about your D sync recently. You know, there's a lot of like <clears throat> yellow, you know you're good friends with Nova, right? Like Nova. Nova, Super Optimus Nova? Nova? Super Nova. Yeah, yeah, supernova. Yeah. So a lot of he has like kinda high ping and a lot of Sorks feel like Shadow Leap has a Has an opening, but it's like literally just ping And I feel like, Rez, if you played Sork, you would be getting CC'd out of Shadow Leap all the time. I don't quite
1: likely. I've
2: never felt like it's so funny because I have really low ping. So every time someone's told me that, I'm like, dude, there is no gap in Shadow Leap. I've like never been CC'd out of that skill. (laughs) But then like high ping Sork's like, dude, the shit is open in the beginning. So I just that's
3: why
1: I'm like, I'm literally just trying to like build some defense now that I'm 273 because I'm like, I feel like some of my problems will be solved if I just start getting tanky.
2: Yeah, a little bit.
1: Like, not all of them, for sure. Like, getting tanky isn't going to fix my fucking shit-ass internet, obviously. But, like, at least I won't get one hit by a BSR Grimm. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh god, dude. That's, the, that's <laughs> the other one, actually. That's probably, like, right after the Kuno spin that people complain about BSR Grim lately.
1: I hate that fucking ability. It needs to be 50%. It is 50%. Is it? It doesn't feel like It, <laughs> it is the 50%. It literally feels like a 25% with how often I get fucking BSR. It's so <laughs> dumb. That's I hate funny. that ability.
2: Yeah. Alright. On, on to comments. Do you have anything else you want to talk about, Rez, or Yellow?
3: Uh, no. Did you want how to stick around for a comment?
0: Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I can see you.
2: How could they nerf it, Ugh, dude? If they yeah, did, tell me. I, I seriously think because of how lame Sork's hundred percent is, I really think it wouldn't be that bad if they just moved black hole to fifty percent and made the BSR Grim the hundred percent. I don't think that would be that bad of a thing.
1: And you don't think they'd need to buff Grim at all? Like, it'd be fine. I mean.
2: I don't know. Like here's the thing, it just depends on the gear, right? If if I like if I had Nuver still, I kind of switched to like this Kudum spec. But if I was uh if I was on my Sork and I had Nuver, my Grim Reaper judgment is for sure going to upset some people cuz like the 300 AP Grim is not it's not fun for people. But <laughs> someone with like like Bear or Nova, they they always tell me that they don't really get that many kills with it. When, like at 265 what, or 269 like 50% yeah rank.
0: cause Grim needs the one shot for you to do well like you have to like last hit with it right Right. like you have to end your combo with it
2: that's why I still think the solution for it would just be like slowing either re- slowing down the rate you get rage back or something I don't know yeah. I don't know I think Grim's not that I don't think it's that busted honestly it's better than yeah. like, the Katana shower 50% though <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but that one's still pretty cool for 1v1s. But the Grim Reaper one's actually like really good in large scale.
1: You just gotta imagine it from like a Zerker point of view, right? Like, here's this class that you can do like hardly anything about, and then BSR Grim exists on top of that. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, that's that's good. Yeah, it's fine. You know, when you and you kill- know, our 50% is fucking Slugfest, like, hello.
2: <laughs> you know when you kill somebody, even if they're in protection, if their HP drops, it shows their body get the CC, even if they weren't actually CC'd? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes you yeah. Shadow Stomp someone that's yeah, yeah. just low and it shows them float. There is something so satisfying about the Grim Reaper 50% that when the, everyone dies, it shows them all get go flying in the air, their bodies. Ugh, oh, that shit's great. Dude, the Shadow Stomp one too, man. When someone's like sitting there clearly in protection and Shadow Stomp kills them and they go flying. Well, <laughs> yeah. That Dude, I can't even imagine the Kuno's new Shadow Stomp in succession, how busted that's going to be.
0: It's going to hit really hard. The damage numbers sure. are crazy. Especially yeah. when it's going to activate 20 DP debuff right off the bat. Like, that's just. Yeah.
1: Could you imagine a Zerker Q buff did that? Where like you just kept Q buffing dead bodies that just kept down smashing? <laughs> <laughs>
2: You see bodies bouncing around.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's the buff we need.
3: No, that would be so cool.
2: Oh, I, I know I Yellow, what do you think the
0: uh what do you think the Guardian's gonna end up being like? Okay, so um I think it's gonna be like a mix between a warrior and a Zerker, but she's gonna be like obviously holding a broad axe or one-handed axe or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be based around um, my think my, my guess is it's going to be based around the uh, skills that Diablo three has for warrior like a very mobile but like a heavy hitting like class. the the crusader or the barbarian the barbarian but like okay. a female you know, right like a female barbarian yeah but um, it's going to be like like weighted hits so like when you hit something it's like it feels very heavy. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think that's what that class is going to be like. And she's not going to be she's going to be mobile, but it's going to be like a different type of mobility than, than Zerker's, I feel.
1: So. I really hope it's not similar to Zerker. That'd be really lame. I don't well, think it will be, but... I mean, they said one of
2: the things is like, I have a feeling it's going to be, I actually feel like it's going to be more, well, maybe like a cross between what Diablo three Barbarian is and the Crusader, because they said it's going to have like Holy Fire, so that sounds Paladin-y to me yeah but she obviously she looks like, like you know she looks like she's gonna be stomping the ground and hitting shit hard just by her character design yeah
1: the thickness dude
0: <laughs> she thick man she's thick
1: you yeah. know the awakening is supposedly gonna be a pole arm or pole axe, which also
2: is kind of that'd be cool there's just not one in game
1: It would be interesting. Yeah, the closest thing we have to that is Moose's, like, Naginata, I think it's called, but that's really not... It's kind of like a cousin, like, tangentially related, basically, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know.
2: There's something about that bear on her back that makes me think there's going to be some sort of, like, druid throwback.
0: Yeah, if she could, like, summon animals, too, and just, like, fight with them and shit like a bear... Or like become a bear, that would also be pretty cool. Yeah, become a bear,
1: dude. If they ever come that. out, we don't
0: have that yet in this game. Like, if uh, they canceled.
1: ever come out with an actual like pet class that's not a fucking lolly, dude, rerolling instantly.
0: Yeah, like like a druid. Like I think a druid would be really cool. In this a game.
1: druid, a necro, like fucking name it. I'm there. Tamer like, was the first Lycan. class I was interested in playing, and then I realized I had to be a lolly. I was like, More no, like- thank you.
0: Or like a lichen turning into like a werewolf or some shit. Oh my god, that would be so that, sick. That
1: would be dude. pretty sick.
2: That would be cool. And just the way combat is in video, it'd just be so fun, dude.
0: Action combat werewolf with
2: combos. Yeah. Oh. God damn.
0: Or like you can you can fight in your human form and then transform mid-combo into a werewolf and finish like finish off with like nuke skills and shit. What, oh if, my what god.
1: if what if the werewolf was the awakened? Yeah. yeah,
0: and then you can C-swap into Awakening as a werewolf to finish do combo. Oh my god, yeah. that would be so cool.
2: Werewolf with a, with a polearm? It still has the weapon? That would actually be kind of cool. Make it happen, dude,
1: make it happen. <laughs> yeah, I just, I hope it has, like, one of the things that I really like about Berserker, and I think most Berserkers do, like Choice talked about it when we had him on last week, is, like, the like feeling of, like, a ferocity that you have like, whenever you play the class, yeah, intimidation, right? Yeah. yeah, and I kind of hope like, that this class, even though it's a female and it's supposed to be sexy or whatever, I really hope they manage to like pull that yeah, out, like a, a little Viking little.
0: goddess. Man, that's that's what I hope too. Like, I don't want it, I don't want like, it like, I don't know.
1: I, I want it to be like ferocious with how it looks, you know? Like, it can be sexy and still be badass, you know what I mean?
0: I want her to have like blood and just like. Coming down her shoulders and shit, and just slaughtering her enemies. I want her skills to look savage. <laughs> like when you hit somebody with a skill, I, I want it. I want them to look feel as though they're getting actually de- like demolished by the skill. I want every it time
2: she painful. she hits me with her axe that I fall into the earth and have to escape, escape.
1: <laughs> I want I want her grapple to be she crushes my head between her thighs. That's oh what my I want. God. <laughs> I,
2: I hope they can make her strong without a grab, honestly.
1: Dude, she's gonna have a grab. You think so? I she's hope she's 100 percent going to have one. I hope it's yeah, a ranged a Zer- grab like Landon. No, <laughs> I don't know about Soul, that. Please, she's a melee class, man. She... She's she's honest to god. She's probably going to be similar to uh like Warrior and Valk, where they have a grab and they're pre awakening but not. I their, hope like... she doesn't get a shield. I don't. I don't like she has a yep. shield she picture. has a shield
2: yeah she has oh, she a shield does? in that picture yeah it's a circle it's a circle shield on her all. left side oh okay okay okay. yeah like, it's on the like back a, side of her like a buckler I guess kind of y- thing.
1: yeah you struggle to see it because how fucking thick she is but it's there didn't even see that
0: shit I, I thought that was part of her cape
2: dude her cape is sick that bear coat that I be hope so that cool.
0: turns her into a bear
2: well, I don't know. Like that part of me I thought that too at first, and then I was like, except if you really look at it, she looks more like she slaughtered this bear, so she doesn't like bears.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Maybe her power she has like to entropy, wear whatever though. she turns into.
3: Yeah.
0: I hope
3: she's so a she doesn't like
0: We
2: need a Ditto class, dude. The Pokemon Ditto where you just turn into whatever class you're fighting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty funny, dude. Uh, turn into a grass beetle dude
2: yeah all right let's get can into be, this
1: you could be oh my god dude turn into a grass beetle and then scout for your cannon that would be amazing
0: all right so what what video are we going to be looking at for these uh for these comments
1: let's the last episode was episode 42 with choice 18 oh sorry 19 comments i was 18 for some reason uh do you want to read them frosty or do you want me to read him? who read them last time
2: uh i'll read them all right i haven't pulled up already anyway so
1: Don't want yeah to if check. i read them people are just gonna <coughs> stop the video and dislike it so. i had
2: i had that one second <laughs> <laughs> i had that one time per episode panic moment where my obs is not recording like that fear because i was like trying to click it and it wouldn't pop up and i'm like what is happening right now where the fuck is OBS? that anxiety where you're Uh, like
1: oh no (laughs) (laughs) um okay there's this really funny meme in our community right now yellow where people dislike the video just because i'm in it it's a really funny meme and definitely not already old it's definitely just
0: I can't how tell pe- if you're serious how or like feel, there's actually. a deep down pr- depression that you're... <laughs> <laughs> He's a little bit bummed out about it. Um Okay, so first comment. Oh,
2: it's Kinner. Kuno's succession looks pretty lit, not gonna lie. Wait, but- wait, hold on. Are you guys looking at
0: sort by top comments?
1: Sort- or new yeah, no,
2: new. New, new, new. New is new.
0: first, okay.
2: Yeah, new knew his first. Uh, Kenner says okay. Kuno succession looks pretty lit. I I think it does too. I actually think... You know, the biggest thing... So when I played Ninja, one of the things that I loved that it feels like Kuno doesn't have is where you can use an ability, specifically like Ninja Step Smoke is so satisfying on yes. Ninja. And Kuno didn't really yep. have that. And I feel like now it kind of does with some of its movement where you can yep. smoke right after. So that that's Ankle really cutter,
0: cool. Ankle Cutter, Crescent, that's going to be sick.
2: Yeah. Um, Orokami says 100% agree with choice. The game doesn't need broken mouse movement, optimized skills, essentially glitch-controlled movement. Remember Guns Online? No, nobody remembers Guns Online. YouTube, Kyle, and they should rebalance the game without the mouse movement or busted 100%. My uh,
0: my little brother plays Guns, dude. He's like one of the best players. In
2: what the is, I've not even heard of it. it. I don't even know what it is. I'm just a, I've
1: yeah. never heard of that. No, yeah, what All is it good.
0: what is it? Shout out shout out to my little brother if you want to check him out. His uh his YouTube is R-E-I-N, Rain TV. Okay. So it's basically a very, very old game. And it's a uh, it's an FPS shooter, but it's like a very fast-paced hack and slash. So you can cancel a lot of movement. The game is like one of the highest APM games I've ever seen. So right. okay. uh, if you guys ever check it out, you should definitely check it out. It's very old and it's it's probably the game that Koreans used to love playing a lot because it's a very fast-paced game, high-octane, fast-paced game. What are your thoughts on... um? on mouse movement.
1: Whoa, Frosty, your mic is being crazy. Static. Super static and shit. Better? Better. Yeah. Okay. That's good.
2: Um what are your thoughts on mouse movement? Potentially okay, being removed? So I think
0: I think mouse movement should be in the game. I I don't think it should be removed. I think it's a good way to add um technique and mastery to the class and to push the class a little bit further than it actually is. Uh, removing it is—I think they're removing it because they wanted to balance it with the consoles, because consoles don't have access to mo- uh, mouse movement kind of control. So, um, if they are going to remove mouse movement, which I heard they're reverting, because of, they recently talked to Choice about it and they're like removing mouse movement is like a very heavy nerf to like not just Zerkers, but like a lot of classes. And um, if they are going to remove mouse movement, they should allow it so that classes that utilize mouse movement should be in the skill inherently. So right. Yeah, well, not so, all of them. Do you use... Yeah, well, not all of them, but yeah.
2: Do you use... Let me know if my mic fucks up, because I, I think the cable got jacked up. Um, Do no, you use good. mouse movement with your Shadow Stomp or murder?
0: Yeah, I do. I do, yeah.
2: Now, do you I do it 100% moves. of the time
0: when you stomp now, or...? No, no, it's situational. Okay. It's situational. There's always a scenario for it. Because um, when you use mouse movement with Shadow Stomp, you don't activate the damage from the Shadow Stomp, because your body needs to pass through them for the Shadow Stomp to do your damage. So right. I use sometimes I use MM M- M- stomp just to get the CC out. Like if I'm using it to peel someone, like let's say my teammate is getting like hit, right? I'll dash in and instead of getting CC'd or you know over committing on trying to peel, I'll just do MM M- stomp to try to float them. Because if I try to use regular shadow stomp into them, um, if, if the mystic is casting rage hammer, he can actually just punish me. When I'm casting Shadow Slump, because Rage Hammer would be Shadow Slump, because I'll end up behind him, and Rage Hammer will be in the activation of casting it, so it will bound me as I'm hitting get, or using the Shadow Slump. So it's actually better to use MM M- stomp there instead of throwing yourself into the Rage Hammer and get bounded right away. Right. So the different scenarios call for it for sure
2: um king Pessimist uh says and here's a question which succession that you think is good or bad in terms of damage cc etc and what's the changes for that succession so that can be improved damn my english is so bad xd um i guess just to simplify it which successions do we think are good or bad so far and what changes would we make to improve them uh Um. Yeah, I mean, for me personally, I will start. I actually think the Sork one is really, really powerful. I know a lot of Sorks thought it wasn't going to be good because of the lingering frontal guard from Nightcrow, but um, I spent a lot of time watching Sorks dueling, and it it almost seems like it's completely a non-issue with the way Sork plays, filling some of those gaps with um, like Crowflare or. Yep. putting pressure with damage because it's really hard to engage succession sort because now they have so much range damage too um so i don't know that that one's kind of cool one of the weaker ones to me seemed like valkyrie but i it's gotten a lot of changes and i just haven't seen anyone play it since it's gotten those changes so i'm, I'm not really sure
3: mm-hmm.
2: <clears throat> what about you Yellow? which successions look good and or bad. I think so Ninja far.
0: Succession's really strong. <laughs> um, I think Kuno Succession is really good. I just need a little bit more info on it and like gameplay of it. Um, I think Warrior Succession is gonna be the one that people will um I think it's gonna be overrated. Mainly because uh Warrior's Awakening is really well made for PvP. Um having a, a greatsword that you can block instantly at all Mm -hmm. times to cancel skills or having the iframe dash is so useful for warriors i I think people are going to overlook that shield charge is a very good skill yes right like the skill that everyone i'm guessing everyone saw the video of the warrior shield charging everywhere Mm -hmm. Uh, that's going to be really good but when it comes down to it your warriors don't stand in one spot casting skills right they have to move and they have to weave skills left and right while moving and high-level Warriors, like a perfect example of that is watching McCann's, he doesn't just stand in one spot and cast like 10 skills just to combo target, right? And you see a lot of the Succession Warriors, they sit there and they just sit and combo, and I don't think that's going to be an effective playstyle for Warrior in RBF or large-scale. Yeah.
1: Um, I don't know. Uh, I haven't really been keeping up that much with the Successions outside of their initial release. Um... But I'll tell you one that I think will be interesting because it's just very different from the Awakening is the Ranger one. I mean, it completely changes how, like, the whole class is played,
3: which is very interesting.
1: And it's like, it's one of the, it's one of the successions that in my mind is clearly like, hey, if you want to do, like, really solid 1v1s, then you play this. If you want to do really solid large scale, then do this. Like To me, that's like a very clear... Like You're going to be able to do decent in both if you're good enough, but it, you'll do way better in 1v1s with the Awakening, way better in large scale with the Succession, I think. I think Ranger is the most clear at being that.
2: Yeah, dude, the Ranger one actually has me tempted. I think the animations look so cool in their Succession. Really? I do, I like it a lot.
1: I thought you hated the pre-awakening though.
2: I, I do the current one, but I think that one looks freaking awesome. I like the green animations and I've been watching some Rangers in Node War on Korea and it's, it just looks fun. Um, King Pessimus says, uh, oh no, that's where I did that." My name is Mai says, hi, I'm new to BDO and love this podcast because it helps me learn a lot about the game. P.S. Frosty has a very nice voice unlike Reslar. <laughs> True. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I did.
0: Get wreck reseline true. <laughs>
2: Aaron Mitt says, Nice little podcast you have here, thank you. Uh, Colonel says, nice For the podcast,
1: pod- did you catch that? Did you yeah, little nice little podcast.
2: Yeah, yeah. It was a because choice, <laughs> choice called us. Dude,
3: so,
1: <laughs> yo, so after we recorded later on that night, uh, choice was streaming and I went in there and was talking to them. I was like, Hey, thanks for hanging out with us, and blah blah blah. And he, <laughs> he felt so bad about it he was like Rizlar, seriously i just want to apologize again man i did not mean to like yeah. <laughs> insult you guys so or else. <laughs> yellow
2: for context at the end so okay. choice chose not to stay with us for the comments which is fine <laughs> most people usually leave but he goes no nah, yeah. I, I think i'll go and you guys could uh, do your little comment section and it just sounded so no, funny <laughs> no, no, no. he said
1: he said no 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 oh, he said okay. have fun with your little comment section <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and i was like hey don't
2: belittle our comment section dude
1: <laughs> that was yeah funny. and then he explained that there's the streamer he watches that uses that like like descriptive term a lot and he said that he like doesn't like using it but he's been watching the streamer so much that it's found its way into his vocabulary basically so he's like yeah i didn't mean like anything offensive by it we were fucking with him about it but <laughs> it was just funny
2: Yeah, Uh, Colonel says, for the podcast, Q-buff. I don't know if that's the same guy or if he's just memeing because we said, but yeah, there was this one uh, node war I was in, and I swear to God, this Zerker Q-buffed just me every time I saw him and then said, for the podcast. He was like solo Q buffing me, which is a total waste in Node War. Like the dude should be helping the ball, <laughs> on like flex, like solo Q buff me, and then typed for the podcast with an exclamation point as he killed me. I'm like, God damn it, dude! Oh, uh,
1: I for, I forgot to mention Frosty. I got really upset that our one v one last siege got interrupted. <laughs> Remember what? on the uh, inside the first gate before the second gate, you were standing on that wall, and I ran up there to. Fight.
2: Oh, I know, dude.
1: I know. We were having, like, a super epic, like, 1v1, and then two people just come by and, like, instantly kill you. I was like, oh, well, okay.
2: <laughs> uh, Murder says Small Zerker and Big Zerker. Smallbert? What does this mean, Rez? I don't know what he's saying. Uh, I don't know. Maybe... Maybe the He's guardian. Calling
0: Rez small zerker and choice big zerker. Oh, I think, I
1: think yeah. True.
3: Oh no, dude. You
1: <laughs> could be referring to either my gear or that literally I have a tiny zerker. I have my zerker as small as he can be. So. Oh okay okay.
2: Um, toysfx says, if I recall correctly, you only can't v when getting knocked down on the ground, but still can v while airborne, float bound, getting down smash will let you v out too. Anyway, great podcast, much heart.
3: Yes, yeah. correct.
0: That, that is, is correct. correct.
1: This is why this is why you can v while being q buffed. So there should be no reason to complain about it. The, dude. Yep, that's stop. another reason why I never. I never... <laughs> that is bullshit, no, dude. the, that's, that's, the window. That's why... The window is that's so RNG based. I got, I got yellow on my side. You're outvoted two to no. one.
0: <laughs> I only. I agree with. I agree with Res because in AOA Zerker's cube buff isn't really that devastating. We fought dude. against so many. Even that's in fair.
2: AOA, when they're down smashing me, I swear V is like, it's like a 25% <laughs> chance it's actually going to work while oh. I'm being down smashed. I don't know what the fuck. I um, also
0: say this because Zerker Q buff can't kill you. just They have to hit you like four or five different times, whereas Archer will just like one shot you. Right, right. Q buff. I think that's another terrifying point
3: of Archer. Uh,
2: King but. Pessimus says, I feel Guardian's Awakened weapon going to be some big hammer and some animal spirits for the skills. That would be dope. Animal stairs for the skills. I I
1: was I was hoping it was gonna be like a two handed great axe, but it doesn't look like it's gonna be, unfortunately.
2: Maybe, we'll see. Who knows? I mean, yeah, we don't know for sure. Uh, Clayton Alexander says, I know exactly where choice is coming from in regards to succession. I'm a Musa. I like my awakening. I don't want to have to put on a plus 7 ultimate Catan weapon, switch over to succession to now be viable in my grind or other aspects of my gameplay. The more I see succession, sure, that looks cool, but the more I see how strong it is only makes me more worried. We have no indication and haven't of them fixing some of the major class issues and now more likely probably won't. Dude, that what do is you mean, a... dude? Succession
1: is going to fix all clashes. <laughs> that is a glass,
2: half-empty point of view, man. This guy's been listening to Reslar too much.
1: What? I... <laughs> dude, I've well... been the largest proponent of Succession is going to fix all balances <laughs> in this up. game. That's what they said. You Stop. think they would just lie about that?
2: <laughs> I think... Well, first of all, the ultimate Catan weapon is not going to be... I mean, that'll be a viable... I mean, Musa's grind is so good already. I don't, I don't actually don't think the Succession one's going to be better. It'll probably be comparable. Musa's grind's ridiculous. Actually, it might be better in, like, really high-end spots with, like, more grouping. Uh, who knows? I don't know. Yeah, but, but
1: let's be honest. If you're playing Musa, you kind of have to reroll Succession just because ranged blooming is so cool. It is kind of cool. It's so cool, dude. I love it.
2: I'm... Going to believe deep in my heart that once succession is out, that they are and like they feel it's in a place where it's it's relatively balanced, that they're going to continue to balance other stuff. I don't think they're going to not balance anything else. In fact, they just gave a DK a balance change that's not succession related. <laughs> I know it's not major, yeah, but, but it might be.
1: Yeah, yeah. According to DKs, it's like not even a buff.
2: Yellow, here I, ha- I have this conversation so much. Where do you feel? overall balances in the game cuz like I know there are issues like I don't disagree there are issues but I actually think the game overall is actually relatively balanced like surprisingly well balanced considering how much there is in the game like how much variation in different classes but how do you feel about just overall you, balance of the game
0: Are you talking about PvP balance? Yeah, PvP. Okay. Um I think it depends on the scenario the PvP is in that allows it for, to be really well balanced. Like Siege, I can we can probably arguably say that Siege is not really well balanced at all. There are some classes that are not as good as other classes, and there's a handful of amazing classes that they just you, like. Siege guilds gone to the point where they only choose two classes for Siege: wizards and witches, right? And that is really a, not a good sign of balance because this class is, these classes they overwhelm Siege. And they're they're too they're too powerful. They're too there there's too much utility in mages. Um outside of siege, however, I think node war is per is like a really really well balanced um place to showcase PvP because there's not as many uh players playing um as opposed to Siege, so there's much more variety, and I think balance in Node Wars is probably the most balanced area of PvP. 1v1, obviously not balanced. Uh team play like two V 3v3 is probably another good really high or very uh well balanced uh PvP area. Um AOA also extremely balanced. But uh yeah, I think if we're talking about balance, it's like it depends on the scenario of PvP.
3: But yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. No, I agree. Siege probably is the worst, especially Castle. Oh yeah. Serendia and Balanos, not as much. But yeah. castle. Well CGM. those are just
1: giant node wars, basically.
2: Right. Yeah, those are just numbers. But it be, it feels more balanced when you do 55 man or 30 man, too. I agree with that. Yeah, exactly. That's that's, that's what I mean. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, people make it seem like, like even a Meiwa, like I know obviously it takes practice, but even a Meiwa in large skill can still be effective as a flex. You know, it's not like,
3: mm-hmm.
2: obviously, Ninja and Kuno are better, but it's not like, hey, I, I have to roll Ninja or kuno if I want to get kills.
0: Yeah, there's, they, they have different areas that they're good at, right? Like chasing a Miwa Musa in Siege from Node is like, you don't ever chase right. them. Like, you're going to run out of
1: stamina. They're, also, you can't forget the main use of Musas and in in large scale. They got to pop Sun Traps.
0: <laughs> it's true. That's May- actually <laughs> another very good point, because Sun Traps destroy Ninja Kunos and sorks. And yep. Maya they, they we always have them in Flex to like pop traps all the time. It's really important for yeah, uh, the meta.
2: Meowas are key to pop and stun traps, so mm-hmm. ninjas and kunos can be great. Uh you can get the kills, <laughs> yeah. they're the
0: backbone, they're the backbone of flex.
2: Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: exactly. Uh Jordan L B says I dislike for Reslar. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Zerigby says they need to prevent fucking Why do they hate you so much?
1: <laughs> I don't know. So two episodes ago, we kind of went down this rabbit hole of seeing what our most disliked video was. And I brought up the fact that ever since the first episode of this podcast, for some reason, there has always been minimum one dislike on every episode. So we kind of memed about there being like one guy who watches every episode and dislikes (laughs) it every time. And then for some reason, some people in the fucking community were like, you know, it'd be a funny meme if we all dislike the video. So like the the like last episode before this one, I think had like 18 dislikes or something like five oh times God. the amount it normally has.
3: Fucking.
1: So now it's just this meme Fuck. that every time I'm in the episode, they're going to dislike yeah. it, which is awkward because <laughs> I'm in every episode.
2: Kelly Zarigby says they need to prevent fucking DR and evasion shies or shies from entering RPF.
0: <laughs> they are irritating. Yep. Sorry, bro. Sorry, bro. That ain't happening. What if...
3: yeah, I sorry. meant to mention
1: this earlier, but I just <laughs> kind of forgot. What if you what if Shys were able to purchase this special box that gave them DP gear?
0: For trial mean? PvP?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh yeah. I guess that would be fair. Like Shy exclusive. Arshab yeah, a
1: shy exclusive yeah. chest that gives them access to DP stuff.
0: Then I mean I think that would be fair. It would be definitely you'll see a lot more shy teams. There was a shy team in the charity tournament. Do you guys remember? Yeah, he got blown up a, immediately. I watched. There was that. a shy in the tournament, and it was for a donation. It was awesome. Yeah, they got a, a hundred dollar donation from it. It was actually such a wholesome moment for PVP. Yeah. I hope that.
2: I felt so bad watching him. He, he like died he first. He got in annihilated both in like,
0: six <laughs> seconds, though. Yeah. You know, like he just walked out of the arena and he got me and died like right away.
2: <laughs> uh, he was like the drummer in an actual war, like just getting blown up by a grenade. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Dude,
1: I want Shy to have a little drummer boy outfit now.
2: Right? Look yeah, hilarious. they could do a cool Christmas themed drummer boy one. Um, the Spoon Elite says, surely Zerker will get ground lifting in succession.
1: Dude. Maybe. Maybe. The only one I'm positive of is Devastation. I, I, I am 100% positive that Devastation is going to be one of them. The second one, I honestly don't know. They're
2: going to give it the Chaos Bree equivalent. They have to.
1: They're going to give it Blasting, <laughs> dude. They're
2: going to give it something horrible. Dude, I I thought. Like when I, I was talking about it with a few people, I was like, "Dude, they're probably gonna give Ninja." I I felt strongly they'd give him Katana Shower, and I really thought they were gonna give you guys Drastic Measure, but I guess not.
0: Yeah, I I knew Katana Shower was definitely one of the skills because that's like I think what they do is they give Succession one skill that's a staple of Awakening and then one skill that's heavily underused. Right. So so that you like start to use it. You know, yeah, and uh, Chaos spree definitely heavily underused, and Katana Shower is like a staple skill. So I think that see, that's
1: see that's why I think it can't be ground lifting because ground lifting is like, I mean, probably the most usability in Awakening. Well, maybe I
2: mean, that, we use it.
1: Maybe they'll be the it
2: Yeah, maybe they'll give it that, we, not devastation.
1: Maybe, but like the reason we use it, it's not like we use it for damage. You use it to swap into your awakening. Like, what do you think is the most?
0: use Zerker seal then (coughs) devastation
1: uh no but like here's the issue right you talk about the most iconic Zerker awakening skills you have ancient wave which you can't really like how are you going to put that in succession and have it make sense you know is he just going to throw a giant axe like how does that work so i don't think that they're gonna do that the reason why i'm pretty confident it's gonna be devastation is because devastation makes sense even without the buster it makes sense with the axes that's why and also devastation is i think anyway maybe zerkers disagree but i think devastation is a staple ability of the awake like everyone knows what devastation is they know what it does and they know you know they just know how it works you know Mm -hmm.
2: they could do for ancient wave could just be his fist punching the ground and like the earth moves like a little earthquake could actually look pretty cool
1: maybe but um, yeah i don't know it'll be interesting to see what they do I'm i'm very interested to see what they end up doing
2: Abraxas KB says, if Crimson Desert is so different, why don't they just say what kind of MMO it is or what makes it so different from BDO? I think they just say that to do damage control. Crimson Desert will be BDO 2, and BDO will be dead in like three years at most. I love BDO, so it'll be sad to see it go. But I guess I can't see into the future, so we will see.
3: Um, Edit, wording.
1: <laughs> I I honestly think that this is correct. I really do think that Crimson Desert is going to be BD2. But here's the thing: like Frosty's already pointed out, by the time Crimson Desert is going to be released in an A, it'll be time to move on anyway. Like Black Desert will have been like five, six, seven years old, some shit. Like that's a good amount of time for a game to be around and for a sequel to come out.
0: To be fair, though, there are some games that are lasting longer than its like sequel. Like yeah. StarCraft Brood War is popu- more popular than StarCraft Two. Um, uh, what's the other game? The uh, shooting game is more popular than current day CS:GO. So there's like weird scenarios where Lineage Two is another game that's more popular. It's a super old game as well. I think it's if the game is truly loved, it will never die.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think the it, one of two things is gonna happen. Either Crimson Desert is gonna be bdo 2 or Crimson Desert is going to be for PvE. I think that's another very likely possibility. That they another basically. Is... Yeah. Sorry, go on.
0: Sorry. Another one is Maple Story. I wanted to point that out. Maple Story is oh, yeah. Yeah. Maple super Story is
1: popular. more popular than two. Super but super that's
0: popular. partly because yeah.
2: Maple Story 2 was actually just bad. Like, if Crimson Desert's yeah. bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The thing is, is like, at the earliest it's going to come out in 2022 and by then bdo even in na is six or seven years old and korea eight or nine so it's like you know i don't know it's it'll not, be yeah. it a long be lifespan so yeah
0: yeah it depends on how well crimson desert will pick up players like its fan base like we'll black desert players be happy moving on to crimson desert that would be like a very big question
1: i do think there is a very likely possibility that they're gonna make crimson desert be like pve stuff and they're gonna start changing black desert to be more pvp focused i really do think there's a good possibility that they do that where they basically say listen it's the same combat either way but if you want like PvE content, if you want dungeons, if you want raids, go play Crimson Desert. If you want PvP, if you want arenas, go play Black Desert. I think there's a actually a good chance that they do that, honestly.
2: If that happens, I'll be playing only BDO.
0: Also another one is Diablo two and Diablo three.
2: Yeah. People although
0: still play Diablo two today, even though the, it's like yeah, they do. really that dead.
2: that game is old. But, uh, it's crazy. And yeah. there are actually a decent number of people that play it. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I'm so hyped for Diablo Four, dude. Grinding hell
1: cows or whatever it is.
2: <sighs> Abraxas KB says I rerolled from Sork to Valk and I love it. You are one of a kind, sir. Uh, Lord X says... Dude, <laughs> that should be back, flipped. That, that should be flipped. That's kind of backwards, my friend. You want to
0: flip your sentence? Hold on. You, you edited your last comment. <laughs> yeah, this one too, bro.
2: Edit the wording. That doesn't make sense. You're speaking in tongues here. Uh, Lord X says, BDO Battle Royale Mobile. Sign me up. MOBAs were my jam before BDO. Excited. Console does not allow keyboard and mouse except for typing in chat. Great podcast as usual. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know why. Why does it, why does it not... Uh, it doesn't even have mouse movement. I feel like you should allow keyboard and mouse if you want on Xbox and PS4. I feel that like pe- would be
0: hard to set up. Mouse movement on, on a controller? Honestly,
2: yeah, no, and- no, not mouse movement, but just let you use a keyboard and a mouse oh. if you want to. I don't know. Although, you know, we had a, there's. I always reference this guy, but there was a Kunoichi in Blade & Soul that was actually pretty good Kuno, and he played exclusively on an Xbox controller. Blade what did I say? Oh, I said Blade & Soul. <laughs> Blade and Arrow. I mean Blade and Arrow. Kuno
1: and Blade and Soul <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, Blade and Arrow. And he was pretty good, he was their uh, their Flex lead, and he did just fine So maybe it's not that bad Alright, uh, Kenichi Sai says Just disable Escape Escape during Node War Siege, problem solved, Escape Escape is PVE is good, because you don't have to wait for GM to unstuck you for something In the event you do get stuck Also, if only PA can do to BDO What they did for G-Star Booth And make the game run that good Dude, BDO does run really well. I don't know.
1: I just realized. Oh my god. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. You know what we didn't talk about? Mm. The hiding NPCs. Yeah,
2: you can hide NPCs. Oh, we'll, we'll see how
0: that affects the game today in Siege. So I found out my FPS is higher in the global test lab server than it is on the retail server in NA. It makes no sense absolutely no sense i have let's see like 215 fps in uh the arena in global test labs and i only have like 140 in na i I don't know i think it's just way better optimized in korea like their developers or their graphics design um, team that deals with all the, the fps issues they have optimized it properly in korea and they just have implemented that fix over to na
2: yeah, so, maybe you just need to strange. uninstall BDO and reinstall fresh. I did. I've done <laughs> oh, no. it like three
0: times now. Yeah. Oh really? I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not 100 sure. See,
2: going. I feel like. I mean, out latency aside, because it just depends where you live and stuff. But I actually feel like overall BDO performance is actually pretty smooth. I mean, obviously, is, node war and siege. You have so many people on the screen, so it's kind of tough. But um, yeah, yeah. As far as disabling escape, escape node or siege, I'm not opposed to that. I think that'd be okay, because you could still unstuck yourself by just closing the game and reopening it, which would take longer. Mm-hmm. So, that w- how do you feel about Escape, Escape, and no Uh,
0: World of Warcraft has a really good way to unstuck, and it's like, you have to log into the website, and you unstuck through the, the client, and then it just respawns you elsewhere. That way, you can't abuse it in-game. Right. And uh, World of Warcraft has a pretty polished system, so I think I would trust that, too. I, I, I don't mind doing it like that, as well.
1: Dude, Brax would find a way. That dude, escape <laughs> is like nobody's business. Escape, escape, God, yeah. <laughs> He's the escape, uh, escape. Have you seen the clip of, like, he literally escape, escaped in like .25 seconds. I swear to God. Like, he, yeah, did, he does it so do
0: quickly. The yeah. new um, hotkey system, you don't need to do that anymore. You can. Ch- I, I should probably teach him that. Um, you can actually escape, escape way faster than that now. You don't have to use a mouse, your mouse. You yeah, can just hotkey, hotkey it it's busted well, i'm yeah, pretty sure he i'm busted. pretty
1: sure he does that now but oh,
0: he still does the old way because he's so used to it i am
2: like, oh, does he
1: really
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: that's funny
2: uh styrofoam rock says i love the idea of guardian transforming into bear me too into a bear that would be great uh will motto says first and old v didn't work if you were on the ground it's, it's two to one
1: i don't believe you
2: Dude, it did not. All right, do you remember, Yellow, uh, before they changed V? I remember. Yeah, I remember. You still couldn't V when you were on the ground, even back then.
0: (laughs) Nope.
2: But you could get out at the end of V with the wiggling method, Mm -hmm. which I miss very much. All right, and that's that um That's all. yellow i want to thank you awesome. very much for coming on the podcast really appreciate it um yeah man. thanks if you man. want to kind of plug all your stuff we'll have all links to your youtube and your sure. twitch in the video but if so, you want to tell everyone if you
0: guys want to if you guys want to check out my twitch it's just twitch tv uh slash y-e-l-o underscore hq yellow hq and my youtube channel is yellow hq where's the name yellow come from uh okay so there's like a tiny little story about this but it's when i was in middle school i used to play volleyball a lot and basketball and i basically joined like all the sports teams and for volleyball um, i was really heavily into like martial arts back then so whenever i went to go for a serve um, i would do like this random ass martial arts stance and shit and the guys on the bench they're like oh my god there goes yellow fellow again with his serve and that name kind of stuck the yellow fellow. <laughs> because it just stuck. And when I wanted to make a name for like one of like my gaming tags when I played Super Smash Bros. Melee, um, I could only fit four letters into a name. So I couldn't fit Yellow Fellow, obviously. So I just put Y-E-L-O. And that kind of just stuck for, with me for like all this time now. It's like over 15 years now, I think. Nice. So that's that's basically how I came up with the name. I don't know, because
2: I've seen Yellow PK, so I thought it had something to do with Pikachu.
0: Oh I, the yellow was taken already, so the PK is uh, is, is an old reference to Diablo two mm-hmm. where you just like go into different games and PK the shit out of people.
2: Drop, so drop I, I the love... meteor, portal detector. Hell town, yeah, hostile. dude. I yeah. used
0: to I used to PK so much and hostile people, <laughs> and PK was like very, very big in Diablo two back then, so PK is uh, uh, like a tag that I that I stuck with afterwards.
1: I have a question before we take off here. Mm-hmm. Why did you think Frosty hated you? Oh yeah, okay. Nova told
0: me that. I know Nova. It wasn't. Told me that. Was like, it wasn't you. It wasn't. It wasn't just you. I thought it was just. It was Sammy Boy as well. And one of. I think I can't remember what it was. It was one of my videos when you, guys, when I was fighting against uh, LVG. Mm-hmm. And I think it was. There was a comment saying that I was complaining or whining or something about this matchup, or I about, can't remember. About, where I it remember was, specifically. There was, was something along that line about resistances yeah yeah and it was frosty that said that and i was like okay and then i i heard some comments from piotr it's mm-hmm. an archer man up back then he was talking to me he ke- he keeps linking like stuff from hex discord <laughs> yeah and uh he's like he's like oh these guys are talking shit about you yellow and like he does this pretty often too, because like apparently, <laughs> apparently the Hex Discord talks shit about me often. But I, I honestly didn't really care at, at like at that point. It's so, like I'm like these are they're watching my videos. I don't mind. So it's not a big deal. And I just thought that Frosty and Sammy Boy just didn't like me because I was complaining about the float resist because I got float resisted a lot against LBG. So and
2: I can th- clarify was, all this. That was
0: my, that was my reasoning. So I thought you guys hated, I thought you just hated me because of that.
2: (laughs) So Sammy always gets referenced just because he's a ninja. So anything like ninja related, he gets thrown in. So he, I don't think he had any opinion whatsoever he just was there gay bear actually does hate you <laughs> the guy bear who okay, comments in there, there you he, go. that's the guy yeah Sorry. he legitimately just dis- strongly dislikes you he for whatever me. reason yeah he, yeah, yeah he hates you and i'm just i was just being brutally honest i in that beginning because that's just how i am in the beginning of that video because i've watched all your pvp videos so yeah um yeah i was just like okay all right everyone has to deal with through this yellow relax you know it, it wasn't <laughs> like it wasn't uh out of a place of hate but it was funny because nova said i mean i know piotr i was like dude then bear like took it so far because he just started like he knew piotr was just sending you everything so then he just started putting outrageous shit in there
0: yeah he, I, I know <laughs> I, I, I know because like piotr is in the discord so i was like piotr i know they're just doing this so that you would screenshot like, that. <laughs> And I'm like, dude, I don't care. Like it's it's not a big deal anymore, man. Like, yeah, it's all good. It's cool. And because Sammy wants... after, some, after one point it was fucking hilarious, just like reading the comments Yeah. I'm, like really and angry. Then
2: Sammy She's wants weird. to avoid drama whatsoever. So that one time we were in BA before one of like the BSLs, and I was like, dude, yellow, I I heard that you thought I didn't like you or whatever, just letting you know, like it was no hard feelings. I was just talking about the game. Yeah. And then, we
0: walked it out We worked it out. Yeah,
2: And then I typed in that same chat. Cause Sammy was in discord with me. I was like, Oh, but Sammy thinks you're a bitch. And then he's like, dude, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> he was so bad. exact
0: day i remember that exact day we were in an arena just chilling and uh, i was watching sammy fight against uh, an Archer or something i remember that exact day it was like water on the bridge like it's cool dude it's not a big deal man <laughs> it's just like friendly banter at the end of the day you know what i mean oh, Yeah. i know the other guy hates me but like i haven't talked i haven't spoken to that guy ever and i don't know why he hates me so much
2: he's a baby so, dude he's so if he
0: just in- if you could enlighten me as to why we'll, he hates me
1: we'll make sure bear is we'll just sure. an
2: irrational human being
1: Tell you what, Yellow, I'll do you a favor. We'll make sure you guys go up against them in the first round. Yeah. He's, oh, he's, he's, he's the Sork he's oh, on yes. Sammy's team. All right,
3: let's go. Let's do it. Yeah, <laughs> get, get your revenge. Dude. I'm going
0: um, to have a macro that plugs my YouTube channel. <laughs>
3: every time I kill him. <laughs> Uh, that's very toxic
0: i'm not gonna do that that's so toxic we'll do
2: I, I do tease sammy a lot though every time sammy makes a mistake or something like when we're dueling he makes a mistake mm-hmm. I, i'm like i'll send him a link timestamp to you showing the the movement combo in your guide video i was like sammy just watch this for a few <laughs> minutes you'll get it down <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my god, okay. There was another time when um, Chonation was doing a PvP trial against like I think it was a ninja, and these guys were trialing him, right? And I went there because I was just watching, I'm not trolling. I was just like sitting there watching eating. And one of the trialers, he was like, Yo, Yellow, can I link you with this guy's comp? Can I link this guy your combo video? And I'm like, Dude, that's fucking toxic, bro. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> this show's <shit> hilarious,
2: <laughs> yeah. That's it's funny, but, yeah. Um, I anyway, yeah
0: that out for me, dude. yeah Appreciate no worries it.
2: thanks for coming on the show um yeah yeah maybe once uh I we're probably a lot of the people that have come on the show that talk about class i i'm gonna not be able to help myself but try to get people back on the show once they're actually like successions on the server and everyone's used it for a while to kind of get everyone's mm-hmm. opinion after the fact so
3: mm-hmm.
2: we'll try to bring you back down the road awesome. um but yeah thanks for coming on man it was awesome
0: yeah, I really appreciate it. I wanted to ask you guys something. Um, a while ago, I was I wanted to do a like competitive, like high-end PvP podcast for all like the top PVPers, like all the top PVPers of their class or like a representative, or whatever. Just mm-hmm. sit in a podcast and just talk to each other about certain things, like certain topics. Yeah. Um, I've never really found like a good middle ground foundation of like a podcast to do it. So I wanted to ask you guys if you guys are interested in doing something like that. I'm down. Yeah. Reslar
2: awesome. doesn't play the game enough. He's disqualified.
0: i mean you guys could just if you guys don't you know have a like too much input you could also be like mediators and just like regulate the the chat and whatnot because there's gonna be a lot of people so yeah dude i I love talking about pvp and stuff so Me too. i love podcasts in general so
1: yeah and like video is such like a, a good game to do podcasts for because there's
0: so many things
1: <laughs> yeah there's like a lot of topics to talk about there's yeah. a lot of things to just discuss mm-hmm. and then also it's like there's so much time where you can listen to the discussions when you're grinding when you're doing vel like all this like yeah. life skilling like there's so much free time that you have to fill with some form of entertainment mm-hmm. and podcasts are a really good way of like filling that void basically yeah. Especially if you're not the type of person like Frosty never has to worry because he literally just sits in Discord twenty four seven. But if you're (laughs) if you're not that type of person, it's like it's really nice to be able to just like listen to discussions, you know. Mm -hmm. But yeah, man, we're down to do uh, you know whatever. We always have a good time with these things, and yeah, yeah, it'll, it'll be fun.
0: Definitely fun.
1: All right, Frosty, let's get out of here. What do you got for the people?
2: Uh, join the discord, check out the information about the tournament. Um, not only do we want people participating, but we want people to actually like watch and enjoy and watch some of the, the PVPers perform. They like yellow was saying in the Arsha and stuff, they practice a lot. So a lot of the people that enter the tournament are very different from the people you're running into at grind spots that are probably just grind alts that are paid real dollars. All right.
3: <laughs> so you get to see
2: real skill in the Arsha. All right. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, follow the Discord, share the share the YouTube um, video and all that. Check out yellow stuff, and yeah. We'll see you next also, time. Also, to add on yellow. to that,
0: there'll be a tournament that Frosty is hosting. Don't forget to try to sign up. It's December 8th. Yeah. And I also Whoops. have a tournament December 28th that, you are, uh, that you're welcome to check it out. I'll send the links for you guys as well.
1: Yeah, I was about to say, what's the best way to like, sign up for your tournament? Do you have a sign up already going?
0: Yeah, we have a registration. I can give you guys a link for it if you'd like.
1: Yeah, for sure. Just and put it in the chat the and I'll make sure to put it in the description awesome. of the video.
0: Yeah, I'll just link you. That's the tournament.
1: Okay, sick. Okay. But anyway, guys, that's going to be the end of this video. Make sure you leave a comment letting us know your thoughts. We read all the comments every time, unfortunately. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you next time, guys.
3: See you later.